0: everybody, welcome back to semi Magic Inc. Uh, Oberon kills you all, let's go back to playing Mass Effect. Alright, cool. Yes, Done. please! Does that sound good? Does that yeah. sound good? I want to go be confused by the crafting system some more.
1: Yeah, it's not
0: a good crazy. system. It's a real bad system, but it's a real good it's... game.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, everybody, welcome to Semi-Automagic, Inc., and uh sometimes uh Gun with Fungi, which is your uh, number one spin-off podcast for all the uh molds and fungi that can grow on your guns. Ooh. Which yeah.
2: is which is which is a spin-off of of uh, fun with firearms.
0: <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you threw me for a loop at the end there, Tony, thank you for that, that's not what Every... I thought was coming down the line. <laughs> uh, alright everybody, Now for real. uh, welcome to Semi-Auto Magic, Inc., a somewhat fictional, um, portlandia based <laughs> Dresden Files audio what's-is that the we are doing.
3: That any of this is true is, uh, staggering. Yep, yep.
0: Um, oh boy. with me today... With me today are the players
3: in our little story. Uh, Gentlemen with the glasses, why don't you introduce yourself? That's me, that's one Dylan. Uh, I play a character named Solomon Byron, he's a wizard. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? Uh, He... wizards. He uh, tries to dethrone tyrants. Nice. Uh, He fleeces fairies out of their... uh trying to think of an f-word and i can't uh out of Ah. their goods um uh, and he he teaches philosophy at a university though he probably shouldn't because he doesn't know a lot about it doesn't that isn't that really the beginning of wisdom though (laughs) recognizing what you don't know sure exactly and then teaching it yep Absolutely. Here's the thing. He doesn't have to be an expert in the subject. He just has to stay one step ahead of his students. So. Exactly. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he gets, he gets the textbook like a
0: week early and just <laughs> yep. spends a week it. Yep. Fact, Gentleman with the beard. Fun. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say, fun fact, that's actually my approach to teaching English to my kids right now.
0: That sounds about right. Anyway, when you're not... Uh... When, when you're not playing D and D by text with me secretly, <laughs> why you should be teaching.
2: I'm not secretly doing it. Like I'm, I'm fucking grabbing my dice from my dice chest.
0: And are you enlisting like
2: your class to help you? What? No. Oh, you, you should. should,
1: be. Be. should. And what Anyways, about you there? Chris?
2: I'm, Who are you? I'm Anthony.
1: Um,
2: I play an asshole. But <laughs> he's not really an asshole. In like people don't think he is. He's kind
3: of an asshole. That's fair. He's, he's, he's pretty.
1: Kind of he's a pretty big asshole.
3: He's. Jack.
1: I'm. I'm Jackie, and I play Fiona. And she confirms that he is indeed an asshole with no other redeeming qualities.
0: There you go. What does redeeming. that mean? You-
1: awesome.
0: One out of one Fionas agree.
1: Yeah, that's all. Okay. We
0: need. <laughs> all right, got that out of our systems. Let's do the real intro. Who's ready?
2: Hello. The real intro.
0: Okay, fine, that was the real intro. Alright, everybody, last time on semi Magic Inc., uh, we had a tripartite boss rush that went very well. Um, some moonlight got punched, some winds got uh, beat up somehow, <laughs> some harvest goddesses got dethroned, it was pretty rad and uh, at the very end you had a brief chat with uh, Oberon lord of mists via some kind of uh, horrible fairy skype who <laughs> offered up the last temptations to your characters which uh to my surprise and proud delight were um roundly rejected yeah like like there was no consideration at all like just out of hand i was very impressed <laughs> Uh, and then he told you all that that was fair and he respected your choices and he would leave Landportlandia forever. No, that he didn't told you happen. to perish. It's true. He told you to perish. Yeah. Um, much like Gozer before she selected her destructor form. So, as soon as the word perish leaves these three pairs of lips at the same time, the three bodies fall limp to the ground. Uh, lifeless and inert, and indeed begin to uh, dissolve and rot and unravel and just geor- sort of uh, generally cease to be physical matter.
3: Can we take this? All right. So is this the the uh, the dissolution of their physical corporeal forms, or is this like kill confirmation?
0: Uh, no, this this is kill confirmation. Okay, the knights good. of the court of mists are dead. Good. Fuck those guys. Yeah. You guys would definitely level up if this were a game where that happened. Now you just feel fady. <laughs> um So that happened. Uh all of your companions, uh Progi Dalai Lama, I believe, is in fairly dire straits. Her her arm is pretty wounded and she's got frostbite on one hand. Uh Wake Wagner, doing just fine. <laughs> yep. No problems at all. <laughs> Likewise, uh Xavier Tangleforth the fifth, who uh killed a lady tonight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, which was a new experience for him. He didn't feel too good about it, and he's going to have to deal with that later. But uh, most things you do with a holy sword are okay, right?
3: Psychological trauma.
0: Yeah. So they fall dead, and the glamours surrounding... All of you that make it nighttime for no apparent reason, uh, begin to fade away. The area gets less creepy and you're left with only the background creepiness that you all experienced on your way to these locations, which has to do with the thaumaturgical degradation and Sargasso Sea in the center of Landportlandia. Magic is being drawn toward the center of the city where there is apparently a lacuna of magic.
3: And uh, it's making the rest of the city real weird. I don't know what Lacuna means, so I just imagined the lagoon from Kiss the Girl. Sure. It's one <laughs> of those.
1: picturing a weird version of Hakuna Matata.
2: Yep. Also
0: good.
3: Also good. So...
2: So, uh, lacuna means, like, an empty space or gap or void, um, and I know that because I had an eng- a history professor my senior year who, uh, would refer to a lack of information in an essay as a lacuna of information, all right. and all of us in the class were going to get tattoos of that because we survived it.
3: That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> that's really, really, um...
3: Your professor sounds pretentious as hell.
1: yeah. That's a really pretentious way of saying you need more information here. To
3: be fair, this guy was a freedom fighter in Mozambique.
1: Oh.
2: Escaped with his life to um, Oxford University, where he got a doctorate in history, and is the the number one, like, scholar in his field. All right, well. so
1: Well, he gets a pass at everything, then. Yeah,
0: he's, he's earned his
2: pretension.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's earned it. <laughs>
0: Um, guys, have I earned mine because I used that word in an essay earlier today.
1: No. <laughs> 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 go to Mozambique of... and talk to us.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go escape Mozambique with my life. Alright.
3: <laughs> um. So we go to so, the center of, of the city. city. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Um. Yeah, okay, if you guys are heading to the center of the city, because that's where you said uh, you would meet uh, right. Salvador Hernandez. Yeah. And I'm he... Carrying...
1: Act- I am carrying pierogi dal- Dalai Lama with surprising strength for a tall, skinny person.
0: Aww, love strength. Yeah. And she is letting you. She don't mind at all. Uh, Wake <sighs> Wagner is looking at you, Solomon Byron, with a look that very clearly says, don't even think about it. I am not carrying you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he he walks along, and he he holds up his hands, still uh, wearing Moses, Maimonides, and Gary, the dust-up cousins, and he looks at his hands like, oh, man, so full. There's just no room for anything left in these. I don't even... Um, I I I, even pick up, like, an acorn.
3: Just, like, his his hands balled in fists. Like, you know, my hands are full of fingers. Nope. Yep. Um, Nope,
0: just got one item slot per hand. They're both full.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Solomon is just like, hobbling behind him, complaining the entire time, using his staff as a walking stick.
0: Yep. That's the only time a wizard's ever done that, actually. Yep. Yep. Uh, Except when Gandalf pulled that switcheroo uh, on uh, Theoden King.
3: Yeah. I just finished
0: listening to the Two Towers. It was really good. Uh, Yeah. Like, it was a lot better than the Fellowship of the Ring. I didn't expect that.
3: Dude, there's a reason that... uh... Tolkien is the granddaddy of all modern fantasy, and it's those three books.
0: Yeah. Still the worst movie, though. Anyway. um, No? What? Yeah, The Two Towers is easily the worst movie of those three movies.
3: David. No! The Fellowship is the worst movie of those three movies. That movie is made 40% better
0: by the lack of Tom Bombadil. Yes. No! It's made 80% worse! Nope! Moving on <laughs> Uh you all <laughs> okay. Um there comes a chirp on your speakeasy um layer and uh Salvador Hernandez's Frequency? voice pipes in <laughs> and says, Okay you guys, what did you do?
3: broke some stuff, killed What did you break? What stuff? Uh
1: um, Someone else broke pierogi.
3: What? What? Agent
0: Alma, are you okay? Uh, yeah, boss, I, I got a little, I got a little, you know, st- st- stabbered some. I got a little stabble-pated. Who stabbed you? Fiona,
3: who
1: did you let stab the you Dalai Lama? I didn't let anybody stab her.
3: Uh, okay, so you remember the Knights of the Mists, the Mist Court? Sure. What, the, Oberon's right. dickheads. The, uh... the Knights of the
0: Court. You know, Oprah. I feel, yeah, that's that's probably, like, the
3: nickname the unit would get. Like, that's, that's the Rico's Roughnecks of the Court of Mists. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... They showed up again, and it sounds like we dispatched them. Yeah? Everybody? Okay. Um,
0: I guess that's a good thing in theory. The problem is that they were holding those nodes of energy together, and now it's just kind of rushing around the city through the grid, Um, and I'm not quite sure what that's going to do to the ley lines. Okay, I need you guys to get here to the Sagasa Sea as quickly as you can. It's all right. We'll fix it. All right, um... uh uh uh, mr mr warden hernandez yes wake wagner what what can i do for you i i I punched the moon i'm very (laughs) proud of you wake wagner i will make up a badge for you later can we please see to the situation at hand i would like a promotion Please, okay, you can have a promotion. You're number one moon puncher forever. Just get to the middle of the city, and put. you're going to find a whole bunch of new stuff to punch. Oh, I don't really know that there's anything else I want to punch, boss. I mean, I just punched the moon. I literally, I shot oh the moon. Oh my god,
1: Punchy, just moved.
0: <laughs> and you all you all make your way. Um, I was really willing Robin. to see
3: how far Casey was going to go with that bit. <laughs>
0: Look, these conversations happen in my head a lot. <laughs> and I feel like I need to inflict them on you guys. Um, so, Rowan, as you and Xavier uh, head toward the middle of the city via the, uh, you know, gondolas in Landportlandia, um, you notice he just seems a little quiet, a little uh, sort of pensive. His, his hand keeps returning to the hilt of uh, of Save the Queen still safe in her sheath.
2: I know you want some sort of affirmation, uh, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. It never gets easier.
0: If it never gets... If it never gets easier... Can I stay me... Or do I I don't have to become someone else for whom this this kind of life makes sense? Because I don't understand what I just did, Lauren.
2: I know you don't. Sometimes I don't understand what I do. I've chosen this life for myself. But it is a choice. You did something uh, to protect something you love. And, you know, it may not sit easy with your conscience but that doesn't mean it
0: changes who you are it wasn't a good thing I will go to my grave believing that it was not a good thing but can it not be a good thing but still be the right thing to have done absolutely That's how I live my life and he, um, he just sort of scoots toward you a little bit on the gondola seat not even in a like you know make jackie go squee kind of way, but just in a you know just basic human companionship kind of way yeah. um, I, called I, L. I, <laughs> I, I uh... Nope, jackie, no Jackie, okay. no ship shaming, I promise,
2: I don't put my arm around his shoulder, but I do like kind of pat one shoulder, sure reassuringly, yeah, kiss him.
0: I will give you five fate points if you kiss him. <laughs>
2: Nope, not gonna happen.
0: Fair enough. All right, um, Solomon. Yo, you and you and Punky, Punky, Punky Mick Brewster, Punky, Punky, <laughs> Punky, get into a um, get into uh, like one of those sky trams uh that'll sure. take you toward the center of the city because Portland has those monorail. And, uh, <laughs> monorail. Oh god. Uh, it's just like the the election all over again. Anyway, um, and, uh, you know, the, the monorail trip no, the sky monorail goes uh, toward the center of the city and the, uh, little cart selling, you know, like hot nuts and taffy and stuff like that, uh, starts going down the line. Uh, wake Wagner turns to you and he says, uh, you know, we, uh, we're probably not going to have another chance to eat in a little while. You, you, you hungry? You want to, you want to, you want to load up, you want to carbo load for what we're about to do? Go get your protein on? Are they selling roasted peanuts? You have vendor. I say, vendor! <laughs> hello! He doesn't seem to realize that he's just waving a fist with a knuckle <laughs> duster.
3: <laughs> hello, hello, do you have roasted peanuts? Yeah, yeah, Solomon, do, do you want honey roasted or, like, regular? Uh, just, like, regular salted roasted peanuts.
0: All right, I'll take <laughs> some roasted
3: peanuts and
0: uh, give me, like, a... Oh, they got garlic pretzels. Yeah, like a garlic pretzel, please. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And he um, who puts garlic you, on a pretzel? He Gets you Amazing the good people. folks, yeah, the good folks at the uh, Harkins Movie Theater, Superstition Springs, Mesa, Arizona, selling big hot garlic pretzels. You know that actually sounds all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he gets you your snacks, Yay! And he, and he sits down, and he just kind of thoughtfully munches on his uh, on his hot bread treat. <laughs> he says. Yeah, which is difficult because he has he still got his fists, so he's yep. just holding it between, just like <laughs> 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 so, um, 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 so Solomon. Uh-huh. What do you think is going to happen after this?
3: Uh, well, that depends on the outcome of uh, uh, our meeting with right. well, the the big guy, the big uh, the big O.
0: We're gonna go. we're gonna we're we're gonna go punch him.
3: I mean Yeah, likely. We're gonna punch him uh both physically, uh and metaphysically. Uh and hopefully drive him out of Land Portlandia, and then we're going to make sure that this kind of thing never happens again. I like the sound of that. I like the sound a lot.
0: I'm gonna go punch the big O. And he um he, he un unclenches his fistules and he looks at uh moses maimonides and gary the dust-up cousins and uh and you see that because the the knuckle bits which is the bits most people see right before they get punched in the face um those are you know engraved with sigilia and and runes and magic whatnot but he opens up his fists a little bit and you see that the insides are actually engraved too um with a message that that spans both hands and it reads cast in the name of god ye not guilty you son of a bitch and he he flexes him a little bit and he says you know i've been i've been punching things for about as long as i can remember and i've always tried to justify it to say well i mean it shouldn't have been in the way of the punching if it didn't want to get punched why would you go where there's going to be punching that's not my problem that's your punch but lately, I've just been wondering, is there a better reason to punch things? Is there more to life than just punching
3: what's in front of me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is.
0: <laughs> like, what What else is there to punch?
3: Uh, well, there's other things to do besides punch, for one thing. I don't, but I... Wait. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Look... When all this is over, let's let's you and me go to a park and feed some ducks. Don't punch the ducks. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna Wait. give them small bits of bread. You- no, don't feed
1: no, the, the bread! bread.
3: You guys, can you? <laughs> we the speakeasy's not on. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. Speakeasy's absolutely on. <laughs> God damn it! No, we that's what you
1: rice or seeds.
3: Okay. It doesn't matter. We're going to go feed some ducks. Punchy. Wake. We're going to go feed some ducks. We're going to talk about life. Wake. But for now, we have a job to do. And that job is punching a jerk until he's gone.
0: I punched the moon a minute ago.
3: I know. It was really impressive. I was there. I saw it. You know how long I've been trying to do that? No. What? What do you have against the moon? And it just cuts back to like <laughs> it's just dark.
0: It's just nighttime. It's a field, and you just see a little boy leaping up above like the wheat line, and just like screeching <laughs> <laughs> for the moon. And every time he leaps out, he gets a little taller as the years are passing. And just, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's between the moon and me is my fist.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah. It. I guess that's true now. Now that you've uh, placed it there.
0: I just... I don't... I don't want to go out there and meet something that I don't understand. Something that I can't punch into
3: being punched. Well, look. Uh, Life is about uh, new experiences. Punching. Oh. Life is about... Doing new things. Uh, punching and... things? No. Doing things other than punching things. I um, mean like... Go on. You mean like
0: getting punched by things? Because I've done that. It's not great. No. There's a I do the punching instead of...
3: Like... I... Oh, you mean like bowling? Yeah. Bowling isn't punching. Well, well, I—I I mean, it, oh,
0: okay, okay. We'll leave your simplistic understanding of the game aside for a moment. <laughs> we'll, we'll
3: say, sure, we'll say that bowling's not punching, but go on. Um, you know, ha- have you ever sat down, uh, to cook a meal? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, have you ever read a book? Uh, I—I I have. Yes, I've—I've I've read uh, a great many punching books okay there are other books besides books about punching Um, okay books about bowling there are some i'm sure um but look sometimes you need to get punched in the emotions instead of in the flesh um have you ever enjoyed a movie that did not star bruce lee or jackie chan I did, I did, and it felt
0: weird and bad, and I didn't tell anyone about it, and I wrote about it in my diary, and then I buried my diary in a well. Okay. <laughs>
2: what movie that's, was it?
3: That's it, an, was, it was gone, baby, gone. <laughs> that's an unhealthy response to feeling emotions, uh, and we're going to work on that. We're going to work on, okay. on getting you back to being a well-rounded human. <laughs> All right, Dr. Kirschbaum has been saying some, some similar things, but I pay but I
0: pay him, too, so I didn't know that I could trust them.
3: Uh, yeah, so, look, we're friends now, so friends look out for each other. Yes. Yay, uh, F is for friends who <clears throat> punch stuff together! Uh, and do other things. We're going to go see some films. We're going to read some books. We're going to start a book club. It's going to be great. All right. Well, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. But for now, for
0: now, see, I understand where we are right now. Right now, we just gotta punch what's in front of us. Well, no,
3: because no, right now I'm you, in front you, of you.
0: Not you, cart. yeah, not you, <laughs> either, cart lady. You're fine. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it's there a is it's where you punch an idea with words. Yes. Yep.
3: That's what a <laughs> metaphor is. Sure.
0: <laughs> I and then Solomon's faith in his in his own <laughs> philosophical education, everything he thought he knew about the world. Yep, <laughs> shutters to its very foundation. Exactly. And you just uh, you just look out the window. Um, you are in fact high above the city because you're in one of these sky trams, and you see um, with your wizard's sight. If you wanna, if you wanna crack that third eye open just a little bit, sure. Um, That's gone well for me see- in the past. It always has it's gone well for the listeners. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can see a simply fantastic amount of energy uh, coursing through the ley lines surrounding the system, the uh, the city rather, in a in a rough shape that you recognize as the diagram that you've that you've seen this many times. Oh, good. Um, so so it looks like the three knights were acting as some electrical engineering term I don't understand, that was just helping to keep things where they should be. Sure. And now, the, uh, now this energy and power is just running rampant throughout the system, and it's beginning to speed up. It's beginning to uh, make the circuit faster and faster, and uh, there's a sound on the spiritual wavelength that's setting your teeth on edge, and in the very center of the city, you see a gray haze that seems to be spreading out from the very center of where the diagram was.
3: Oh, good. Um, <clears throat> so... Um... Uh, this is going over the speakeasy. Hey, guys, we need to build that inversion matrix, like, now. A uh, warden, Warden Byron? Yo. It's me, your best friend,
0: except you haven't accepted my friend request yet. Anyway, um, so I think I can activate that. I oh. think, remember when we, yeah, when we poured all that power into into Lil' Lamportlandia?
3: Portlandia? Yeah. Are we functional? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's up and it's ready and I I still got tons of power in the spinners and um I can activate it whenever you like. I just don't know what's going to happen exactly when I do. I know that it's going to take all the power that's currently coursing around the ley lines surrounding the city and it's going to send it right into the center and I do not know what's going to
3: happen. All right, well, let's uh, let's keep that in our back pocket then. Let's get to the center. Let's do this. Let's let's meet uh a fairy king. Let's do it! Alright, and we cut to
0: um, P.F. Chang and uh, Pierogi Dalai Lama, who gets called by her real name less than Prince. Um, <laughs> it's a bad example because Prince was actually Prince's real name.
1: Oh, was it? Oh,
0: so, yeah, so he gets called by his real name all the time, so well, yeah.
3: So it was... Uh, same as it, Trump, he, Trump. His... his So he was... Prince was a stage name, and then he... uh he left his record label and they retained the rights to the Prince identity.
0: Right. To the concept of Prince.
3: Right. Yeah. Which is why he then went by the artist formerly known as Prince. And I don't huh? remember if he had legally changed his name to that. I think he did, but I could be wrong about that.
1: That uh, is and an then... amazing fuck you.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point after that, he legally changed his name to... Uh, that symbol, which is uh, an African thing that I don't remember the well, context it, for.
0: No, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. He called it the love symbol, and it's clearly a combination of the Mars and Venus symbols, right? But
3: uh, it it, it does have one. it does have ancestry from an sure. African icon.
0: Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, you purple weirdo yes. made flight. May flights of scantily clad androgen angels sing thee to thy velvet-coated rest. So, anyway. Prince is cool. Yep. Prince yeah. is rat. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, Perroa Dalma and Fiona are, uh, heading to the center
3: of town. How do you guys get there?
1: Um...
3: They rent a swan. Yes. <laughs> like a... Okay, wait, like a like a paddle boat swan or just yeah. like A bird? <laughs> like No,
2: I think they're gonna fly on swans now. Yep. Yep,
1: yep. flying on swans.
0: Flying on swans, sure. Okay. Uh <laughs> Linport famous giant transport swan service. Yep. Known through all the world. Um no, it's actually just a famous line of uh, like rickshaws that have have a swan motif. So you, you know they're like little little pedicabs that you can climb into the back of, <laughs> and uh, a man, a very overworked man who regrets coming to this country every day of his life, um, oh, pedals pedals you to uh, where you're going. Um, Pierogia Dalai Lama is uh, tending to her to her owies as as much as she possibly can. She's having a hard time.
1: I'm helping as much as I can. I liked modern medicine before it was cool.
0: Uh, you sure did.
1: <laughs> you
0: get a point for that. Well done. <laughs>
1: um.
0: So she, she looks up at you, and when you guys were back in that fight, uh, her chain broke, and she got stabbed in the arm, and some other bad stuff happened, and you saw real fear in her eyes for the first time since you've known her. Not when you were fighting Apocro Lips now, not when you guys were fighting the Knights of Mists the other time. Like, she was a professional those times, and this this was something new, and she seems really rattled. You okay, Perella? You called me Perella.
1: Well, I do know your name.
0: Huh. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't so sure. <laughs> Just a little smirk, you know. Not, not being a jerk about it. I just... I mean, like I signed up to Fight Monsters. That's... I, I wanted to use science. Use magic science. I wanted to be the science. I wanted to be, here comes the science. To, to save the day. And, I mean, it's usually worked out alright. But, I mean, I made that chain myself. I poured myself into that that was a representation of me, and that guy just snapped it in half like it was nothing and we're gonna go fight the guy he answered to
1: well, if you made it once, you can always remake it,
0: yeah, I guess Desmond could probably help me with that. Did I ever tell okay. you? go ahead, go ahead.
1: We did beat Mr.. Fucking bar face. So... That was just the two of us, and we're gonna have the whole squad to beat this guy.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. That gust of wind had a real bad day. You know, we, Wake and I, we've known each other for a long time, and we uh, met Desmond by accident uh, shortly after we joined the, the WSC. And then a few years later, we met you guys, and I feel like all these people are coming into my life, and I haven't always handled that well, but you guys have shown me what it's like to have people you can count on. And people who can mean things to you. And she, she reaches down and, and just sort of, like, scoots her hand, like, over near your hand. Like, her <laughs> hand just touches yours. Like, she's not, she ain't grabbing that gripper.
1: I'll grab that gripper. Ah, gripper, Grab.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and it's just, it's a new world for me, and it's one I like living in, and I don't want it to be consumed by an otherworldly missed god.
1: I like this world, too. That's why I'm fighting to keep it the way it is.
0: That sounds good. It's a weird world. Let's keep it that weird way.
1: Weird as fuck. <laughs> and- <laughs> and fuck can get pretty weird. So
0: I, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. And uh with that I think we'll give the two of them some privacy as the uh as the as the Swanshaw. The Rick Swan? Rick Swan. Um,
1: Swanshaw. I, I like Swanshaw.
0: <laughs> I like Swanshaw too. <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's gonna be my new my new rap persona. Um the Swanshaw. There we go. Makes its way uh toward the center of the city. Um, so things were kind of bad in Landportlandia when you guys headed out towards the central nodes where the, um, the Knights of Mist were hanging out. Things have gotten worse. Oh, good. Because, yeah, because the Sargasso Sea, the void of magic in the center of the city, the vacuum, um, was already real bad and already drawing the very life essence out of the area. But now... Because all of this energy is free and coursing through the ley lines surrounding the city, it's, it's trying to draw that in from the edges of the city, which means that this uh, thaumaturgical solar wind is just being swept through the city, passing through everything, buildings and people and How's that dogs. evacuation effort coming? Um... Dylan, like, real-life question, have you ever seen a large-scale evacuation go yeah, well? Yeah, no. No. People like to stay where they are, because they're sure that surely the bad thing won't happen to them. Yeah.
3: Um, all right. Yeah,
0: so there is uh, severe magic damage happening all over the place. Uh, surprising amount of ghosts rising from graves. Uh, surprising amount of underfolk rising from, you know, your sewers and such. And uh basically just picture you remember in Ghostbusters when um when Peck uh undid the the catch on the containment unit and all the ghosts just went crazy in New York? Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to picture that you wouldn't be too terribly far off. And the urge is strong on all of you, uh, except maybe for Solomon and Wake, because you guys are actually like three hundred feet above the city. so the the urge you're just strong to stop and help but um no solomon you have to actually restrain wake he's halfway out the window and he's like i'm gonna go punch that guy i'm gonna go punch that ghost i already punched the moon today what makes you think i won't punch a ghost sir (laughs) but um you guys can't help everybody there's nothing for it you can't you can't stop and handle this fight by fight when the city is burning with magic so uh you make your way toward the city and uh Salvador Hernandez bloops you on the on the speakeasy. He says, Alright there guys, um I you should be close by now. Just kind of kind of center in on my voice. Um how should I? I am the very model of a major general. And he just Yay! uh he, Exactly. He recites that. Um uh, so you all converge on, uh, Salvador Hernandez, who is done up in some fine ass battle gear. Uh, he's got these, they look almost like clerical robes. Like he's got a stole on, and he's, he's got this very fine, heavy, white robe that is done up with, uh, silver, inlay, runes, and sigils. The garment itself gives off magic. Uh, he's got uh, a very hefty octagonal staff that is, um, yeah, that's kind of pared down. It's got a little a little place where you can grip it. Um, and uh, he's got one hell of a hat. You better believe it. <laughs> because uh, you gotta do some things right, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, um, so you arrive at him... And he he rushes over to uh, Progy Dalai Lama because she's the most obviously injured um, of all of you. Yeah. Well, except for the emotional stuff. But that doesn't show. Um, so he rushes over and he, he begins to minister to her wounds. And, and she says, oh, no, boss, boss, I'm OK. I uh, miss Fiona here. She she fixed me up right good. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be OK. Oh, yeah. And uh, Salvador looks up at you, Fiona, and says, thank you, Fiona. You have my true and genuine thanks for caring for my agent, for my friend.
1: Of course, I'm not going to let my girlfriend die.
0: Oh, congratulations! to
1: talk to her about it. But
0: well, I uh, like we're going to have to file some forms with HR. That, yeah, no, I can get those <laughs> for you. That'll no That's okay. And yeah, we'll th- we'll think about that in a minute. And um, so you two are you you all are standing. Um, at the edge of the magical Sargasso Sea, and there is a there's It's like stepping out of a cold theater and into uh, a hot Antelope Valley day. Oh good. Um, exactly. It is it is a physical wall if you were to if you were to step over this point where the lacuna begins. Um uh, Salvador says, Okay, so i I guess it's coming through i I guess the invasion is starting, and yeah. uh desmond Desmond oh <laughs> uh, yeah boss, and know we've got that we've got the emergency, the thing where we turned it against the what's this oh uh, yeah, boss, that's the technical term, very good, okay, I want you to I want you to hold that like like dead man's trigger as best you can, just just keep it ready to go at the moment's notice, hopefully we won't need it, but you know whatever. And uh as you guys are standing there in the center of the city, the same welling uh tide of opalescent mist that Solomon and Wake saw from above uh is beginning to bleed and flow out in every direction. Salvador turns to you guys and he says, all right there, guys, uh, do we want to do you think we all want to face this like here at the same place? Do you want to spread out and enter from different sides or what do you hey, Solomon? You're the tactics, man.
3: Let's uh, let's hit it hard and fast. Let's let's find wherever this bastard is coming through, and then I want you all to keep it busy.
0: Ooh, business, Solomon. I like that. Um, and he he slams his staff into the ground, and it stays there, um, through no readily apparent means, and he flares his hands and two spheres of uh, this beautiful green sort of water light um begin to well up and he with uh, with a motion like have you guys ever seen contact juggling you know like they had in yeah. uh, like labyrinth yeah it's rad um with with hand motions kind of like that he begins to pass them over uh each of you in turn paying special attention to the areas um where Progi Dalai Lama has been wounded and whether or not he knows it special attention to Xavier Tangleforth's psyche and um and you all are uh healed of your wounds uh, you know you're still real tired cuz you guys just had a big fight but you're not you're not in pain your back feels better um stuff like that and uh you each feel kind of uh, kind of like anxious kind of on edge kind of juiced up a little bit like your heart's going a little fast like you just had too many hits on your inhaler <laughs> and um <laughs> he says all right i've i've imbued all of you with um a little bit of extra magic um that is not a good idea i don't recommend you ever do it but given that the area we're about to enter is going to actively be draining it from you i figured uh, a little spare would not hurt um there comes from the center of the the welling tide of mist uh just a cacophony, just a sound as if uh, hundreds of thousands of monsters of every size and description are rampaging through the city of Landportlandia uh, and heading out from that central point. He um, Salvador turns to uh, Rowan and Xavier and says, Rowan. We've had our differences in the past and I have been guilty of quite a lot of things, but foremost among them is misunderstanding you. And for that, I apologize. We can talk about who wants to work with or for whom later, but for now I will be proud to have you by my side in battle. And he, he reaches out, his he extends his hand to be shooken, if you should so please. I shake,
2: I shake
0: it. Absolutely. And what?
2: I don't say anything,
0: but I nod and shake Fair enough. Um, he turns to Xavier and says, And you are an honorary warden, I guess. Good job. He just he pats him on the chucks him on the shoulder. Says, no, seriously, though, you've been a huge help this entire time, and I'm very grateful for you. Wield those magic weapons with a plum, and maybe I will forget that I saw you wielding them without a the magic license. <laughs> Alright, so The mist is spreading, and inside it is filling with what sounds like it could be an entire quartz worth of monsters. Um, Suddenly, just in front of all of you, a little spot of darkness goes on the ground, and it, it sort of shoops up into kind of a swirly, leathery shape that opens up. And uh, and a pale, wheezing form, and says, hey, "Hi, guys. Am I too late?"
3: <laughs> Johnny Vampire. I'm Johnny Vampire. What the hell are you doing here?
2: I have like well, the biggest,
3: goofiest grin on my face. Hello, Rowan. How are you?
0: Johnny. Hey, Rowan. <laughs> He's <trying.
3: laughs>
0: So I sensed that something bad was happening, and I swung into the W.C. because sometimes I do the taxes and. And Jeffrey Joshua, after he tried to scoff me to death, he uh, he told me a little bit about what was going on. And so I went back to the B'nai Dracula Synagogue, and I told all of them that the slayers of the Hanukabra needed our help. And there was never any question. And so the Jewish <laughs> League of Land. What's going on? Uh, I
3: forgot about the Hanukabra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... It is my honor as a representative of the Jewish the Landport Landian League of Jewish Draculas to say that we are at your command and from every shadow nearby just leaps ten vampires of just the most <laughs> just the most frail <laughs> complexion. Um their mothers are all hanging out in
3: the background with scarfs and coats just in case they need them. Hey. And, um Johnny, what's the, uh, uh, just like, one, one to ten, how good are you guys in a fight? <laughs> oh, oh, Solomon. <laughs> Did you
0: forget that we're accountants? We know all about numbers.
3: Wow.
1: Well,
3: I don't quite get it. All right. <laughs> um, regardless, so the the big jerk probably isn't coming alone so uh how about you guys swarm his compatriots when they arrive that sounds real good that
0: sounds real good my only regret and the regret of my court, the Benai Dracula Synagogue, is that the honor of, of the fighting the, uh, the Habra was mine alone. I wished I could share it with them. And they're gonna, I think they're gonna take some of that bloodlust and put it to good use here. So we're all very excited about that. We can provide, um, we can provide some widespread damage for you guys while you cut in there and do the big stuff. Good. That sounds good. Hey, anybody want to be made a Dracula before we go in? No. Nope. No? No? Nine, take, take,
1: Hard path,
0: Salvador? God, no, no, thank you. Thank there you for being vampire. polite
3: about it, though. Oh, well, of
0: course. All right. Uh. <laughs> Land Portlandian League of Jewish Vampires. Let's go crunch some numbers. And they uh, they just swoop out into the darkness. And you hear all the... Rah, da, 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 I'm a troll. Uh, all of this. Uh, <laughs> Just, a lot of it is still happening, but a lot of it is immediately filled with terrified screams and painful sounds. Oh, good. And, uh, yeah, it's real good. Um, your z's go bloop, and you hear a familiar voice saying, Um, hey, uh, Warden Byron?
1: Hey. Hey, it's the doctor lady.
0: Hey, everybody. Yeah, it's me. Um, so, if I tell you something cool, will you promise not to be mad at me about it?
1: Uh,
3: oh boy, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, uh, what's up? Well,
0: I know y'all are in a pretty bad fix down there, so I called in a couple of favors.
3: You and, uh, did not.
0: I got you some, uh, reinforcements.
3: Oh boy. And a
0: smell of, uh, yep. rubbing alcohol and disinfectant, uh, <laughs> no! fills the air. Um, an old-fashioned uh ambulance, you know, like the kind uh, just
3: drives up and it says and, corpse uh, wagon on the side. I'm sure
0: it does. It really does. It says corpse wagon, and it's it's been made into a convertible because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> yep. Uh, the convertible the top ambulance. opens. The top opens, and uh, and inside is this folded up shape. That you that you you can't really get a good look at it looks like it's uh, covered in in cloth but there's some kind of like bracing structure underneath and it begins to unfold itself and uh it becomes apparent that it is an enormous pair of wings constructed of metal like leg brace you know like the uh like the like the like medical tinker toy kind of stuff sure on a much larger scale the webbing made of uh of dark dirty bandages as it opens and spreads revealing the reverend stitch inside and sheltered beneath his wings are a gross doctor's dozen Of horrible nurses and dark orderlies, um, all of whom are sporting similar to him, just awful surgical modifications, tubes leading to and from places, all of it dark and dripping and awful he uh he exits the ambulance and strides up to you guys his glorious terrible wings stretching behind him the dark sunlight filtering through <laughs> and uh he he leans in and looks you square in the eye solomon and says <sighs> to see you all
3: again, looking so very ah, healthy. I quit without taking my eyes off of uh, off of him. I just say, uh, Doctor Bismarck, how much is this going to cost us?
0: Um, don't worry about that, Warden Byron. I uh oh, I'm plenty him- worried. Uh, I paid in advance, you might say. And with that in mind, uh, boss Warden Hernandez? Uh yes, Doctor Bismarck? I have some uh, some sick leave built up that I'll need to be
1: taking. No.
0: Very good, Pantera. No. I'll I'll come visit you. I would prefer that you didn't. Very good. Well, I uh, Nonetheless, uh... Reverend Stitch, uh, you have an opportunity here to be an extremely unnerving force for good. <laughs> so... Um... You guys don't kill, right? Like, that's that's your whole thing? Oh, no, 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 no. We've never lost a patient. Uh, no matter how hard they tried. Okay. God. Um, I'm gonna need you guys to Seriously, uh,
1: can I, I, I quit? don't
2: no, nope, I don't want him on our
0: team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I quit and Perot and I are retiring to Hawaii. Don't
0: think of me as being on your team. Just think of us as uh,
2: insurance. No, nope, that's,
1: nope, that's this
2: is this is Trump's America. That doesn't work that way anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gets insurance. Reverend,
3: <sighs> you are genuinely unpleasant.
0: I strive to be
3: genuine
0: in all things. Now, Great. if you will excuse us. I believe ah,
3: that the waiting room is getting full. Would you just go do some shit in the mist, please? <laughs> and his uh, and his horrible dark
0: orderlies and uh, and candy stripers and such <laughs> um, and evil nurse practitioners um, just <laughs> just begin to head out into the mist. Um, some of them gurney surfing. He uh, he spreads his his terrible wings, which uh, you can see through the back of his surgical gown, have been grafted onto his back. Of course, they have. And uh, and he takes terrible flight, uh, swooping into the heart of Landportlandia like um, like the like the bat gremlin in Gremlins Two, the new batch. It's
3: a good, good movie. movie. I have not seen.
0: Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Okay, so the chaos roiling in the middle of land Portlandia now um, screams and and gurgles and the sounds of endless amounts of insurance paperwork being filled out while the person filling them out begs for the sweet release of death. Yep. Um, Salvador turns to you and says, "Okay, all of that was really weird, um, but it will probably make our guys our lives easier. Is there anything you guys need to do before we head in there? Because I'm pretty
3: sure this is this is crossing the Rubicon here. Any chance you've got some chalk on you?"
0: <laughs> Warden Byron. Have oh I got shock? He uh he reaches into his into his vestment pocket and he pulls out the pimpingest cigarette case you have ever seen in your life. Of course. It's yeah, it's got Salvador Hernandez on it in fucking mother of pearl. It's beautiful. And he he swirls it around on one hand and clicks it open and inside are, are the two sides are both filled with just the most beautiful pure white silver-laced artisanally crafted sticks of chalk you have ever seen in
3: your life. What no uh, my... you don't have like green this is right. my private
0: reserve. Oh, no, you want This'll green? Do. Oh, don't you worry? Hey, little buddy, check this out. He uh <laughs> he, he spins the cigarette case three times, and the chalk changes color every time until it lands on green. So what do you want? Okay, you want, I, I'm you want, impressed. You want sea green? You want sea green? You want forest green? You know, what do you want?
3: Nah, I got everything. I'm impressed, uh, and I take one.
0: I paid $14,000 for this. I'm glad I'm getting some use out of it.
3: That's <laughs> too much money for that thing.
0: <laughs> he puts it away, and, um, <laughs> and as you see him put him away, <laughs> away actually, in when he's in the process of putting it away, you see that, like, the ghost of the piece of chalk you took is still in there, and becoming more and more solid as he puts it away. Infinite That's chalk.
1: Yeah.
0: Infinite chalk case. So what uh, are we uh, doing,
3: Solomon? All right. Oh, boy. Um... <clears throat> As soon as the big O arrives, I'm... Okay. So, while while you guys uh deal with that as best you can, I'm going to be preparing something back here. We have uh, a convergence of ley lines coursing with too much energy, and it all has to go somewhere. So... I am going to try to point that all at the big jerk and just burn him right out. That's the hope. That
0: sounds pretty good. Okay, so it's our job to keep him distracted until you can get your your mojo done?
3: Yep. Uh, I'm going to be playing with some chalk. It's going to take a little bit. Um, No problem. I might be using you as a and, conduit. Don't worry about it. And word and Byron, that's
0: when you're gonna need me to light the candle, right?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Okay, cool. You say the word, and I'll do the thing. I made some jiffy pop. <laughs> <laughs> can I
1: have a coffee cannon.
0: Uh, you can absolutely have a coffee cannon. Tell me what a coffee cannon is.
1: It is literally a like shoulder-carried cannon that spews molten hot coffee.
0: For the life of me, I cannot think of a single reason you should not have such a thing. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, so
2: if, I, if I can elaborate <laughs> on this, what I imagine is she has like a thermos uh, of her coffee that she's able to add like super amounts of pressure to. Sure. Then just pop open the bottom and it like shoots out like a
1: cannonball.
0: Yeah, that sounds rad. I'm 100% yep. down. Why isn't there carbonated coffee?
3: Because there that sounds terrible. Is.
1: It's, it's gross. Actually, okay, never mind. Uh, uh, if it's cold. If it's cold okay, coffee, it's if good. it's a If it's a,
2: nitro, if it's a nitro-brewed uh, carbonated cold-brewed coffee, it's amazing. That uh, sounds alright. Yeah, it has
1: to be cold, though.
2: And it has to be nitrogen. can't be carbonation or... Uh, CO two because yeah. that was just
0: disgusting. Right. Nitrogenated. Right. nitrogenated. Got it. Also, yeah. I just want to put this out there into the world: carbonated shampoo. No, Yeah, no. to make, no. a, head wash.
3: No. Yeah. To make a
0: make a you head make a you head wash and go spiggy sparkle.
3: Oh, I think it would ha- be. Casey. I think
0: it would be very refreshing. <laughs> that, no? that, that, is,
3: that is the least it's articulate, not articulate not. I've ever no. heard you be. <laughs> make it make a you head
0: wash, Dylan. Make it a go spiggy sparkle. <laughs>
1: Okay. They do have a caffeinated shampoo,
0: though. They do, which gets me one step closer to just having Diet Coke shampoo. All right. So, Solomon's got his chalk. Uh, Fiona has got her... um I her mean,
2: Casey, hold on. What's Let's up? go back to the Diet Coke shampoo. Hang on, hang on. Uh, they're both on. undrinkable, so I wow. think just
0: <laughs> drink the
2: shampoo straight out of the bottle. It's
0: the same. <laughs> just, 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 just Diet Coke syrup. All right. So, um, Solomon's got his chalk. Vioner has her coffee cannon. Uh, Rowan, do you want anything special?
1: He's thinking.
2: Wait, oh, I thought you said Solomon. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, I have my, I have my camelback. Did I use that all up? I don't remember. <laughs>
0: Um, well, here's the thing. You filled it with mud, which, uh, oh, didn't, didn't work the way you wanted it to, and as I was listening to the episode in preparation, I realized, like, I'm pretty sure it just wouldn't work at all after that.
2: Well, no, it wasn't mud, it was muddy water. Like, water with dirt in it, but not enough to change the consistency.
0: Water uh, with dirt, but not dirt water. Okay, whatever. I'll allow it. Go on. Uh, yeah, you still have your camel back, it's fine.
2: Well, I don't, but I have mudded it, so can I get a new one? <laughs> like I stopped at my arsenal because I have like a million of them in my storage locker.
0: You know what you you and um you and Xavier Tangleforth, uh, you had the gondola stop at one of your uh, caches throughout the city, and you you pulled out a new um a new camelback and you filled it His... with the with the cool, clean, pure water of the of the River Willamette.
3: His the, that... the gondola had a hidden compartment that was just one of. Rowan's caches. He has yep, one in exactly. every gondola in the city for just okay. such occasions. Yeah, exactly. Uh
2: I also have six water balloons. <clears throat> okay.
0: Um you, uh, I shouldn't ask this. Do you want them to be full? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh all right. Cool. Um for their parts, uh Progi Dalai Lama who is feeling a lot better is um She's going to reach up to her speakeasy and go, bloop. And she says, uh, hey, Desmond. Yeah, what's up, the Um, I'm going to have to go offline for a little while because, uh, you know, the secondary function you told me about from, from a speakeasy? Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and activate that. Oh, that's going to be rad. I need you to take lots of notes. I'm going to need data for this. Yeah, no, no, don't worry. I'll, t- I'll take a full report. I'm sure Fiona will tell you all about it And she winks at you. Um all right, so this is this is old uh Pierogi Dalai Lama signing off. And she um reaches up and takes off her earrings. And each of them, as has been mentioned, is a um it's her initials in the ASL hand spelling alphabet, so um P and D for Progi yes. no for Pro Dalma. Um, that's her <laughs> real name. And uh and they are they are constructed in such a way that the backing can actually slide a little. And, and the point is, she can she can fiddle in foots with them a little bit until each one is actually a ring that she uh, puts on each of her middle fingers. Uh, she flexes it a little bit. She leans down into one and says, All right, Desmond, um, I'm going to go ahead and do a test on this. My chain broke, so I'm going to need a new uh, primary weapon, I think. And she... Um, she squares she looks around for a little bit and sees like a tree and um she she kind of loosens loosens up a little bit and then takes a stance and uh creates the ASL sign for water in a very quick uh in a very like sharp gesture first toward herself and then toward the tree and all the water in the air and earth surrounding you guys just goes shink into this focused liquid blade and slices the tree clean in half vertically. Holy fuck!
1: I have the coolest girlfriend ever!
0: <laughs> she, she high-fives you without even looking. Salvador, you are not paying Desmond Yonwood enough. <laughs> I think I'm probably also not keeping a close enough eye on him, but that's a conversation <laughs> for a late day. Okay, um... Rick Wagner, you good? Oh yeah, I'm good. I got Moses Maimonides and Gary, the dust-up cousins. I punched the moon earlier. Um, I don't, I don't see this being a problem at all. Okay, cool. Um, what about you, uh, Xavier? I'm not okay. Like, even a little bit. Uh, like, I thought I knew what the weird world was and what it meant to be a part of it, and I was very wrong, but I also, uh, recognize that I am here with a holy sword and a shotgun that shoots magic. And so uh, I have an obligation to help in any way that I am able. And in that respect, yes, I am ready to go. All right. Oh, okay, everyone. Um, oh, oh, I've been waiting to do this for years. Cool. Okay, he, uh, he opens his chalk case back up, and he does a quick thing and uh, with, the, with blue chalk, with deep blue chalk. And he just he, he sketches a, a thing real quick. You can't really see what he's doing. And then, and then he just goes, bah! And up into the air, uh, the circle... The, the circle just shoots light up out of it and, and, and hanging in the air and, uh, swirling slowly in front of you guys is, uh, the semi-automagic ink logo. And he says, okay, if any of you guys want to save, now would be the time. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going though. And he, he sticks his hand in. He's like, yes, okay. Yeah. No. Memory card one, please. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know. Overwrite the file, please. Yes. Okay, cool. There we go. Oh my God worth over an hour already okay well all right that's it guys let's go do this and he uh he runs off into the misty streets of landportlandia what do you guys do
1: charge after him brandishing my new cannon
0: we follow. okay cool okay well, you're staying there and doing chalk stuff am I doing that right from
3: here or am I I thought I was going to wade to the battlefield where Oberon was going to
0: Oh, wade. sure! Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I thought you were going to stay there and do it. No, yeah, you, you, guys, you guys charge in, absolutely. And uh, the instant you set foot inside the Sargasso Sea, um, you're real glad that Salvador gave you guys that extra magic shield because you can feel... Like and uh, I'm really glad I thought of that term earlier because it is it's like a solar wind. Like you guys feel the energy being pulled from the ley lines to the center of the city, and it grinds on your very spiritual essence. Um, for now, your shields are holding, but it's very unpleasant. Um, the second you enter the noise and, and chaos of the battle, becomes almost unbearable to listen to, and. Everywhere you look, there is chaos and destruction happening. There are giant ogres, there are little dewdrop fairies, there are uh, dark unicorns covered in leather with jagged, bladed horns, there are kelpies and brownies and pucks of every description uh, just tearing the city apart, attacking random citizens who don't seem to be able to see them, or, if they can, can't do anything about it. And what's even worse, occasionally you'll see a vampire, or like six vampires, just latched onto a troll who's trying to scrape them off and bite them off. But he's just dying the, the death of a thousand slow bites, which is actually what it's called. And Portlandian League of Joyce Draculas initiate the death of a thousand bites. Um, Johnny Vampire is actually acting as something of a field marshal for his court for his clan, um, you see that he is wielding a staff, which, um, all of you, if you should see him, if you should happen upon him, will recognize as being made from the bones of the Chanukabra, which is pretty rad. Um, Reverend Stitch and the chirurgeons are out there, um, they are strapping bad guys to trees, and you see them full of needles and with horrible masks stitched to their faces, their eyes wide and suffering. Um, You see actual Neil Young um, wading through battle like an angel of glory, Um, his guitar rattling out strange, lilting songs you've never heard before, and a sword strapped across his back, golden wings spreading out behind him. I'm going to take a sip of my beverage. Give me just one moment. Ah, this pause brought to you by Circle K. Thank you for large beverages, Circle K. <laughs> <sighs>
1: All
0: right. Um, Fiona, are you and uh, Peroa sticking together or are you splitting up?
1: I am sticking to her like glue. I'm not going to let her get fucked up again.
0: Fair enough. All right. You guys... Um. Make your way around, uh, we'll say, a library. And you get all sprung up on by a gangrel little uh, goblin gang. Little little pixie goblin guys. And they've got horrible sharp teeth and horrible sharp fingers. And they, uh, they've they been fucking humans up all day. So they are clearly under the impression that you guys are going to be easy pickings. And they uh, scramble towards you with alacrity and pointiness. Um... Old Progy Dalai Lama is going to go first. Okay. Um, She aligns her hands very carefully and then gestures the sign for stop at them. And uh, two of them immediately just freeze in the air. They're just stuck there. Their eyes are still moving, but the rest of them is not. And uh, two more of them are heading toward the two of you, Fiona. What are you doing?
1: Um... I'm going to try out my new toy and blast the fuck out of all of them.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay, roll me a... I think we can agree that's flashy.
1: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I got a four.
0: Hell yeah. Okay. And the ones that are frozen do not get a save, but the ones that are not do... What a great sentence that was. Oh, that's not a plus four is what that is. So, uh, absolutely, this tidal wave of hot caffeinated death, uh, just deluges across these poor little goblins. And, like, don't get me wrong, they were absolutely going to kill you if they could. Um, that said, I don't know that anything ever deserves to be boiled alive in coffee to death. That's how <laughs> I want to go out. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Not, not, um, not in a giant vat of uh, hot wing sauce? Ooh.
2: That's painful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they writhe on the ground, uh, their skin sloughing off, blinded by uh, dark roasted beans. Uh, the ones who are hanging there in the air have it even worse off. Um, and as soon as they all uh, expire, or at least are damaged to the point of no longer being a threat, um, Pierogi releases the sign, and the ones who had been frozen there just flomp to the ground, um, dying and useless. Uh, Rowan, you, and Xavier uh, take off walking uh, past, uh, we'll say, a supermarket, and a giant-ass troll comes just barging out. And I'm picturing the trolls as being from, like, Link to the Past. You know, like the big, rah, rah, rah like those guys. Um, a big one comes out, and he's got this giant club, and he is making to wreck upon y'all. What are you doing, old son?
2: Um, I have a question. What's up? We haven't addressed it yet. I think you've been asking for a few weeks. Do I have any new powers because of my knighthood? Have I been knighted? What's going on with that?
0: <laughs> uh, we are going to address that. Don't you worry. Okay. But um, as of right now, no, you do not. Okay. Um,
2: he, he, you said he's about to swing his...
0: His big old club.
2: His club at me.
0: Yeah, he's um, got one big eye and he's got a tunic on that it looks like he would not have the manual dexterity to, to create. But I'm not going to have a naked ogre running around my city. I'm not going to do it.
2: You <laughs> one big eye? Yep. I am going to toss a... It's hot, right? It's hot What here. is? Like, where it... we are, it's hot, right? Uh Yeah, the mist is uncomfortably warm. Sure. Uncomfortably? Like, how uncomfortably warm?
0: I mean, it depends on how much you hate being warm, I guess. Well, what, well, do you, what, what are you? Like, what are you driving at? I'm from the AV, so uh, okay. It's like it's like 95 degrees. Okay,
2: so it's not enough to boil water, but enough to make water possibly be uncomfortable. Sure, you can
0: make it I'm real. I'm going to
2: throw a well-placed water balloon at his eye. Do it, and I'm also going to. Imbibe some fairy energy into it, so it kind of explodes like a grenade, but not uh, as possible. sure.
0: Yeah, go ahead and do it.
2: Um, so that would be
0: quick, I'll I guess. Give, I'll give you. Uh, I was gonna give you clever, but if you want to do quick, quick, that's fine.
2: Uh, well, I don't wanna. I don't know if it's clever. I'm just throwing something at him.
0: Okay, you can do quick. Yeah.
2: Now nah, zero.
0: Okay, and he gets a save. The water balloon goes flying towards the single protruding eye, just as rubber is about to meet a uh, iris. Um, his club swings up out of nowhere, deflects the rubbery projectile without breaking it and redirects it straight into the unsuspecting face of Xavier Tangleforth the fifth. It bursts upon his noggin and he goes, No! Mein perm! But he's otherwise unhurt. The uh, ogre is going to take this chance to mess you up. Yeah. He is going to approach... And he is going to plus five forceful to try to just smash you with his big ol' smasher. Of course he is.
3: It's what Uh, they do.
2: It's their culture. Yeah. I am going to jump
0: out of the way
2: I guess. (laughs)
0: Okay. I'll give you a clip on that. I'll, I'll give you a clip on that because not getting smashed is always a good idea.
2: Uh... Okay, hold on. My mouse is being stupid.
0: Give it some cheese. Uh, one, nope. Okay, nah, yeah, like not. Yeah, it. Um, his his club catches you like full in in the bread basket, up in the, like the tummy area, and it uh it carries you upward and sends you flying. Um, you hit the storefront of the supermarket and fall down onto the uh, awning over over the entrance. So you're kind of up there for a moment. Um, Xavier, the the loss of his perm was just the last damn straw today. <laughs> uh, you see a light in this man's eyes that you have never seen. And he is going to unsheath save the queen, apparently having made his peace with this holy blade, and is uh, going to make for this ogre. Oh, buddy. Um, oh, Xavier. Please don't break everybody's hearts. Oh, my God, Xavier. Okay, Um. yeah, He he's just running up and just, like, no tactics, no plan, no strategy. He's just gonna just run up and then stab the thing with his big ol' sword And, uh, ogres, contrary to popular belief, are not always super stupid just because they're big and slow. They can, they can get to the same place mentally as everybody else. It just takes them longer. Um, so he sees a man approaching him with a sword, knows that's not a good thing to have happen. And uh just straight up backhands him, just just bumps him really hard, and the ogre's hand is probably the size of his torso and face. So he gets uh smacked willy and or nilly and just goes goes tumbling off. Um, it is now the ogre's turn proper. He's not worried about Xavier anymore, so he's probably coming after you, son. Um all right, Rowan, he is going to come up on you and try to just... He sees the indent you're making in the awning, so he's going to come up and just, like, swing his club straight um, up and try to bump you out out of there. Just made a lot of sounds. Um, and that is going to be a plus three to Forceful.
2: Um, so, Xavier's hurt.
0: Uh, Xavier is definitely hurt. Yeah, okay. he's not okay.
2: Um, I am going to shoot his fucking hand off. Do it. The one hand that he used to smack
0: uh, Xavier
2: is that the the same hand as the club?
0: Uh, no, he used his other hand. But you can definitely shoot. You, you can definitely like you can lean over and shoot the other hand if you want to.
2: Okay. And I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna use space to my father. Oh uh, yeah, because one of my closest friends just got hurt, so I'm pissed. Do it, old son. Not my boyfriend; he's not Jewish enough. Wow. <laughs> or,
0: uh, no. uh, Have
1: you spoken to Johnny Vampire's mother about this? She loves me. Okay.
0: Rolling Mrs. Vampire does. Vampire.
2: Uh, I rolled a six.
0: Oh wow! God, yeah. Okay. Um, you and what? Which which weapon are you shooting him with?
2: Uh, shit, what's her name?
0: Natasha? Natasha? Absolutely. Um, So, that's just a little, like, pistola-type gun. It's not gonna blow the whole hand off, but...
2: No, I, okay, I'm shooting it, I'm doing it carefully, right? I'm you shooting are. it right at the fucking joints uh, of the wrist.
0: Yeah! Okay, yeah, absolutely. It uh, it tears right through that, that bone and cartilage. And, uh, the hand does not come off, but it definitely goes dead. Like, there's, there's nothing working left in there. So, his, his arm, his hand flopping uselessly in rage, he, um, he attempts to swat his club at you again. Actually, what he's gonna do is he's gonna take his remaining hand, cause he's pretty tall, like, he can basically see you over the top of this thing. Um, he's gonna take his other hand and just try to grab the edge of the awning and, like, roll you up like a burrito in it. <laughs>
2: Does that mean he drops his
0: club, though? Uh, yes. He does that real quick. He drops his club, and this is pretty clever for an ogre, so I'll give that to him. That's uh, a plus... Aw, oh, buddy. That's a plus two. <laughs> the ogre's clever. So defend on that shit, son.
2: Uh, okay. What am I defending? What am I
0: using? Uh, whatever you like, man. I'm not the boss of we... you. Sure. Uh, three. Okay, yeah, you beat that. Um, he, he attempts to roll you up like a little burrito, but like everyone who's ever tried to make a burrito at home, it just won't stay wrapped. And then, you're not wrapping them right then. He's, I assume you're telling this to the troll as he's, as he's trying to, uh, the ogre guy, as he's trying to wrap you up and he gets really frustrated. He says, I'm left handed. I can't do this very well with my right hand. And you, you, you dive forward, and you slip out of the little roll-up he's doing, and he's so concentrated that he just keeps going. Like, he keeps rolling it up. Like, he's going to finish this, even if you're not in there, and then he's going to smash you.
2: I, right. uh, so I jump off and run over to Xavier to make sure he's okay.
0: Uh, his nose is bleeding, and uh, does Rowan have any medical, like, knowledge, training, anything at all?
3: Uh, no. No. Do you have a okay. medical approach? He's
0: he's he's,
2: um, he's he's more in the business of killing people, not saving their lives.
0: Fair enough. Okay, then something inside Xavier is very definitely broken.
2: Or, he's not. You know, there's a bunch of evil doctors running around in the mist right now.
0: Uh, you're telling me you really want to catch the catch the attention of uh, one of the surgeons and have him saying, attend?
2: I'm to? not saying I. As as Rowan want that to happen. Uh, and I'm not saying Rowan does that. But what I'm saying is, don't they have a sense for when things are broken?
0: I mean, they do. It's like catnip to them. So what are you what are you saying?
2: I don't know. I don't know. What I'm
0: <laughs> That's fair, buddy. OK, I'm no, saying... Zigger's there and go ahead.
2: Saying the only thing I can think of that can stop the broken nose is evil doctors.
0: Okay, <laughs> so no, like he's um, Neil Young. Actual Neil Young. Um, you know what? I will give you actual Neil Young showing up for a fate point if you want it. No. Aw man, you really love those fate points, don't you? Okay. I cool. don't know how um, many I have right now. <laughs> you have three. So, um that's fine. <laughs>
1: Missed he, out on having eight.
0: Yeah, you really did, guy. You could have taken that chance. Um, he sits up and, uh, holding holding his hand to his chest, says, "Oh, hello, Han. Um, that ogre guy, he hit me and it hurt a lot. Um, did you did you get him? Did you finish him off? Did we win?
2: No, We're not done oh. yet.
0: Okay. Um, what can I do to help? Because something inside me is definitely broken. Uh, I don't okay. know." No, I know what to do. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And he he actually does. He he puts save the queen down, and he pulls uh Cecilia from her sheath on his back. He says, "Okay, you have to lure the troll, the ogre, whatever it is. You have to lure it over here, and then I'm going to shoot it in the fucking face." Okay. Um, so is he still wrapping it up? <laughs> I'm gonna roll it up so tight. It is not going to be like when I went to Troll Camp and I couldn't roll my sleeping bag upright at all. This is my chance. This is Donnie's real
2: chance. I run up behind him and I yell, "Hey, this ain't Chipotle, asshole!"
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> okay, take he takes confusion damage because he wasn't under the impression this was Chipotle, but now he's wondering if he should have been thinking that all along. <laughs> okay, so what are you what are you doing?
2: That's what I do. That's how I distracted. Now he's. Paying <laughs>
0: <his> <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Oh, I thought that. I thought that was just a sick burn. No, okay. He um, like you get if you eat your food too fast when you get it at Chipotle. So he uh, he he turns around. And says, hey, come back here, ingredient! And he just starts to chase you chase you over there. And like he's got a really big reach, so he's he's gonna try to grab you. And he gets a try at that. Oh, buddy. Um. So that's a plus four to grabbing you. Um, okay,
2: so what I'm going to do... um,
0: Yeah.
2: Because, I I, I assume he only has one eye, so he doesn't have the best depth perception,
0: right? He really doesn't, unless he has some other mechanism that compensates for that, I'm sure you're not aware, but it's uh, a fairly safe uh, assumption. No, he doesn't.
2: So, I'm going to be clever about this. I'm going to try to... Uh, you know, I don't really know how depth perception works, but I want to kind of make him feel like I'm in his breach okay. but not. Sure. And then I want to kind of drop and roll behind him while he's
0: chasing. Sure. Me. Yeah, that's a clever. Absolutely, I'll give you that. Uh, hold on.
2: It's two.
0: One. Okay, that does not work. You are apprehended soundly. Yeah. Um he he staggers forward to grab you with his free hand and he does so and his legs just keep going, like they just carry him forward a good piece. Um right over to kind of where you wanted him to go, actually. So uh you just hear Xavier yell Uh Horn, do I take the shot or what do I do here? Just fucking shoot him. Okay, I'm just going to fucking shoot him! And Xavier pulls the trigger, and we cut to Solomon, who Dope. is making his way. Hey, what's up, buddy? Making his way through the politics district yeah. of Fine Portlandia. Yeah, city people hall. Write and treat. Yeah, people writing treatises and nailing feces to cathedral doors and uh, and such. And there is a dark unicorn striding down the street.
3: What the fuck?
0: <laughs> it's covered in a thick, leathery hide. Uh, it doesn't have hair so much as these awful, uh, flexible antennae that have formed this kind of wiggling mane. Not unlike a sea anemone would have. Um God. Uh, it has no, it has no eyes. But just these chitinous plates that have grown over its face, where it ought to have done.
3: Uh, its its Where's mouth. Reverend Stitch. He can be friends with it.
2: <laughs> pretty pretty bony. Uh... uh, the
0: blade, the horn jutting out of its forehead is is a is a jagged, uh, serrated blade, not unlike the blade on uh, Ixion. For you Final Fantasy Ten fans out there, by which I mean, Jackie. Yeah. Um, Anthony. And Sony, I apologize. Um, it, it sniffs the air, and you see that, uh, much like the uh, queen alien in the film Aliens, uh, much like her face sort of slid down out of the carapace a little bit, uh, his shell sort of slides up to admit these, these two uh, awful nostrils. The worst nostrils you've ever seen, even that time you had that infection and uh it it sniffs the air and scents approaching wizard it uh it lowers its horn at you and prepares to charge. What do you do
3: oh boy um uh, um I mean, can I conjure lightning? You can certainly try, yeah, that thing seems like a lightning rod, so it's I'm gonna conjure magical. lightning, yeah, at it. absolutely, yeah. Okay, roll it uh, up. What, what am I rolling? I don't know. That's clever. I mean, you thought All that right. was a lightning rod. So cool. Go for it. <laughs> clever. Let's do it. Uh, this is me finding my app. There it is. That's a three.
0: Cool. That's not nothing. Let's see here. No idea what the hell this thing's going to roll to not get hit by lightning. Um, okay, so I, I think forceful is probably good. You got a plus three, you say? Yeah. Okay. Um. It takes the blunt of uh, of a lightning that races towards it, like a like the beam of light that it is. Um, it connects with the horn, and for a brief moment, you see a horrible skeleton inside that does not look like any horse skeleton you've ever seen. And Solomon Byron is a known collector of quality horse skeletons.
3: That's, um, uh... The, this is not a cartoon. Courses, that shouldn't happen.
0: <laughs> the energy courses through the thing, uh, cooking it inside... And uh, a horrible but horribly uh hunger pating smell courses through the air. Um the unicorn seems to almost grab hold of the energy and with one with it, it bucks up on its on its hinders, and the lightning still connected to its horn sort of tears it out of your hand a little bit and it goes shooting off into a nearby building. Uh nice. the unicorn very, very definitely took some damage though. So well done. Yay. Took a stress. And now it is going to try to fuck you up, old son. That's fair. I mean, I think we can agree. Yeah. So it's going to run real, real quick
3: at you and just try to gore you. And
0: that's a plus four.
3: All right. Uh My quick is not good. Um Well, you don't have to use your quick. You can do whatever. Ooh. Um Then in that case... You have, you have stunts and stuff. What's up? Uh, I do. So... This I haven't used one of my stunts yet, and I want to use it. So do it. This is the time to do it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna razzle dazzle him. Uh, razzle
0: dazzle him. Give him the old flim flam flusel daze ex- and dizzy him.
3: Exactly. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make uh a, a glamour right. Uh, put a veil over over Solomon as he as he uh dips out of the way and just let, sort of glamour uh a fake Solomon in his place. <laughs>
0: An incredibly stabbable one. The
3: one yeah. that's like. So <laughs> yeah, just... go ahead. So okay. So just the roll by itself is a plus five. Do I have to spend okay. the the fate point on the stunt? Because I said I was uh, gonna. No. Yeah,
0: you okay. don't. You can no, no. You're you're fine. I'd give you a a point for how cool that is anyway. No, Great, you're cool. fine. Um. So yeah, with your plus seven, absolutely. You you create the most incredible Solomonic simulacrum that any dark unicorn has ever seen. Can and, I put it in front uh, of a
3: wall so that it runs into a wall?
0: Yep. Yes. <laughs> 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 Poor dumb unicorn. Yes. Absolutely. And like an inverted nightmare version of every teenage girl's dream, the dark unicorn runs headlong into a brick wall. (laughs) It's it's horrible. You hear you hear a snapping sound. Oh god! It it broke its own fucking neck. (laughs) It broke. broke, You're a uh... monster. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, it broke. you know what? Yeah, it did. It broke its neck. It's, no! still, it's still, it's still very much alive, though. No! And its horn, its horn is actually jammed into the mortar between two bricks, so it's stuck there. But it's still like, yeah. You have fun still, with that. It shouts at you horse. <laughs> in horse, in in dark horse, in really good comics. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we are going to head back to uh, Perogi Dalai Lama La and P.F. Chang. Okay, you guys and your boiled goblins had a lot of fun um, as you head further towards the center of the city. Um, the air gets kind of thick and like polony. Like there's, there's definitely something in it, and you, you guys find yourselves getting really sleepy. Um, I'm going to need you guys to make rolls to not fall asleep.
1: <clears throat>
0: however, question, you you, however you think is best.
3: Quickly, don't fall asleep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be quick. <laughs>
0: Need I remind you that your entire character is based around coffee? (laughs) Uh, shield of negative one. Oh, buddy. Okay. And let's see how P.F. Chang does.
1: Did I counter it with my coffee?
0: You already used your make it a double, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, my bad. Okay, so um... Yeah, yeah, P.F. Chang, uh... She begins to stumble and mumble... And sort of lose her way. And, um, Perua Dalma also is just looking real, real hazy and having trouble keeping her lids open. And, uh, out of the sky in front of you, um, first of all, you guys, you guys feel like you're surrounded by trees. You know you're not, but it feels like you're in like an enchanted wood, perhaps, sort of thing. And, uh, you get the impression of these giant butterflies just sort of flapping above you gently, except they're not like any butterflies you've ever seen. Uh, their wings are dark and jagged, and they've got many more legs than a normal butterfly does, and uh, they seem to be sprinkling you with some kind of wing powder. Um, Haruki Dalai Lama, for her part, like now would be a real good time to just sit down on the ground and have a nap. That seems like a good idea. So she's going to do that. (laughs) Um, Is there there anything you want to try before you succumb to the sleep of a thousand butterflies? Get all Uh out to it.
1: Ah, my nose is itchy. Um, I cannot think of anything... Except maybe to shoot myself in the face with the coffee cannon, but...
0: <laughs> no, that would literally kill you. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, you want to give me a fate point?
1: Yeah, I'll give you a fate
0: point. Cool, you give me a fate point. And out of the motherfucking sky swoops Johnny Vampire. woo he Exactly. He, he swings out, and he's taken on this, like... Feral vampire form. His eyes are huge and dark and red. And with one hand his Cabra staff made from its spine probably. <laughs> uh, he He just bashes one butterfly down and with the other uh with the other uh, what's it called butterfly, he just rips it apart with his teeth and he um he he grabs the third that's coming in, it's swooping in with its with its horrible uh pointy spine legs at him and he says, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, and he just reaches up and tears its wings off. And Me? leaves it leaves it writhing on the ground like the big dumb caterpillar it is. And he stomps on it. And he, he comes over to you guys and he says, You need to be more careful, Miss Fiona. There's plenty of dangerous things out here. And I won't always be around to look out for the three of you. He, uh, he turns the wings over. And on the other side is some other powder. And he starts to sprinkle it all over you guys. And uh, it wakes uh, Dalai Lama up real quick. She says, oh, is it? No, I, say, I don't know. I don't, don't want to do it. Where? No, Fiona, what's happening? And you feel instantly revived.
1: Um, you took a nap.
0: I took a nap. That doesn't yeah. seem like something I would do. I hate naps. You wake up. It's later in the day. The sun's in a different position. You don't know what time it is. It's you're too warm. It's awful. <laughs> uh. Well. Right, yeah. All right, are you guys doing okay? Do you need my help here?
1: Sure, why not?
0: Okay, there seems to be something bad happening in the center of the city, so maybe we should head there instead of into this enchanted wood full of death butterflies.
1: Yeah, no death butterflies.
0: All right, let's go. And the three of you uh, set off toward the middle, and that's one stress for each of you. All right, Rowan, yes. um, roll, roll to not get shot in the face, my guy. So like Xavier, Xavier's gonna get a roll, and you're gonna get a roll too.
2: Okay. Um, what should I be?
0: I don't know. Uh. so Xavier's gonna have a role to not shoot you, to shoot the troll and not shoot you, the ogre. I apologize. Wait. And you're gonna have a role to not get shot. And if you guys's roll is better than the roll of the ogre trying to hold you in front of the shotgun blast, then you'll be okay.
2: But I don't know what I can do because should I just roll a straight thing?
0: I don't know. Because what, what are you? What are your stunts?
2: What you got? I be careful. Be careful. One with... how am I being careful? I'm being like there's nothing I can do. I I don't have any movement, right? Like I can't move around. He's got me like
0: you are you are ass. squarely apprehended, yes.
2: So I can't be careful because like I I okay. Ooh, I, I got it.
3: Burst your water balloons and slip out from his no, grasp.
2: I can I can't like I can't. Oh yeah, I guess that's
3: true. Cuz are you're, you're water uh, magic. Uh, yeah. Burst yeah, you're water magic guy burst your lube buckets. It'll be fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I was gonna use those for other purposes.
3: Well, um,
0: I'm not up your lobbing softy balls, Tony.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna do that. I guess.
0: Okay. Uh, with, cool. I'll let you. Cl- I'll let you clever that up. By all means. Uh,
2: so that would no. That would be forceful because I'm using heart of my mother.
0: Sure. So, Oh, because uh, water magic. Sure, yeah, yep, go for it.
2: And, and it is also forceful because I need to create a powerful enough explosion to dislodge myself from his.
3: Yep, no problem. Make him open his hand a little uh, bit.
2: Okay, so that's a plus three. And I roll, um. <laughs> Fuck. I rolled a one.
0: Oh, buddy. Okay, so, um, Zayn anyway, rolled wait, a three.
2: My water balloons.
0: Good job. Uh, Rowan, uh, Xavier rolled a three, and you rolled a one, so that's a four. And now we're gonna see, um, how that ogre's clever does in he holding you in the He can't be all
3: that clever, come on.
0: Oh, he's not.
3: He's not. This'll be what fine. The dice might be. It'll be fine, what's the problem?
0: Okay, yeah, no, no, that's, 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 uh, that's okay. He, uh, he tries to, he anticipates just wrong where the shotgun blast is gonna go. And, um, you do feel a couple of pellets sting your leg as the blast travels past you. Uh, but the ogre takes it square in the eyeball. Just, it, it just, it pops like an overripe melon. And, uh, you are released. As this screaming, keening, bleeding, blinded ogre collapses to the ground, holding his one useless hand up to his face while the other uh, reaches out blindly searching for either you or his club or anything else he can grab. Come on, I shot him! Thanks. This Uh, will make us such a great story to tell our ambiguous descendants.
3: Double tap that motherfucker, shoot it in the brain.
0: Uh, <laughs> Solomon just on the speakeasy. Okay, just, yeah. so
2: did he let go of me, Casey, or has oh, he now yeah. collapsed?
0: No, right. no, no. He let go of you. He let go of you instantly.
2: Okay, did my did my water do any damage to him?
0: Ah, uh, do you want it
2: to have done? I don't know. I don't want to have wasted my fucking water balloons in vain.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, you spent a fate point for that, right? Because that was a stunt? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you, his, his, uh, court magic, your court magic did not get along and that water turned instantly caustic, uh, eating through his good hand, um, snapping muscle and sinew and tendons and softening bone until he's, he's just stumping around with, with both poor hands. And then, uh, he loses his grip in a slippery puddle of his own dissolved flesh and just, and just rolls around on the ground like a certain phony we all know and love. And uh, uh, Xavier Tangleforth uh, sort of hobbles over, clutching his clutching his uh, his old rib cage here. And he says, that might be the most upsetting thing I've ever seen.
2: I mean, you've never seen uh, Fiona in the morning.
1: <laughs> I am Fiona. Starving.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so do we kill this thing, or do we like? Is it going to I get mean, better? I mean, you're you're kind of a him, right? I mean, you're you're a fairy guy, so like, is is he going to get better? Or
2: uh, I I take out my pistol and I shoot him in like square between the eyes.
0: Oh, he didn't get better. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, very good. Okay. uh, Gross. I'm going to go puke a little bit, and then uh we can head onward. Okay so he goes and does that all right um solomon for your part you are uh, making your way toward the center of the city uh, you're you past, you you're might past... say
3: i'm making my way downtown
0: i might do but i get i get stabbed every time i make that joke but you're allowed to <laughs> um you you're you're past the politics district and you're through you're now in the philosophy district oh good <laughs> Exactly, which contains within it the barista district.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> it's 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 close. It's close to the screenplay district. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, you're making your way through, and um, the ground's kind of sticky for no readily apparent reason. Okay. Um. Yeah, something kind of catches at at one of your sleeves, and. Uh, and and you yank, and there's no... I mean, there's, there's nothing, like, holding on to you or anything, so it's no big deal. Um, eventually, it's, it's getting harder and harder to walk, and the ground is getting stickier and stickier, and um, the not-sun in the sky uh, shifts just a little bit, and the light hits just right to, uh, to expose thousands and thousands of shining, glimmering threads uh, that are just stretched between every tree and car, all over the ground, through the air itself, and by the time you make this realization, you also realize that you are, uh, caught pretty firmly in them. Great. Um, a vibration as sort of a, sort of a wow, 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 uh, makes its way uh, from one direction and, uh, from underneath uh, an awning you see emerge a familiar arachnine form. It's Kuniklo, the bookie! Hello! Hello, Warden Byron. Hey. I, no one's ever glad to see me. That I, was so refreshed. Thank
3: you. Listen, I'm just glad I'm not, uh, having a party with loves cousin at this point.
0: <laughs> no, no, uh, no. He, the Aunt Ungoliant comes around sometimes, and, well, we never have enough snacks for her, so that's, it's a bad time for everyone. Yeah. Um... Do you do you know where Rowan is?
3: Um Well, we're here on some business. Right. Um He Rowan is helping out with that business. He's Oh he's uh, so here, please. He's he's somewhere not here at the moment, but I know where he's going. And
0: where would that be?
3: Uh he is Uh, finding a tall, uh, and I I activate the speakeasy, just, (coughs) Uh excuse me, Uh, he's finding a, Rowan is finding a a tall perch somewhere uh, so that he can use his sniper rifle, like, very clearly trying to indicate, don't, don't fucking do this, buddy. Um, So, uh, search like the tops of buildings, probably. He he wouldn't Mm -hmm. give me his exact location because he wanted it to be a surprise.
0: Classic Rowan. Yep. All right, that's him. Oh, you've been very helpful, Warden Byron. I appreciate that. Do you know what? I think I owe you a little favor for you this. You know, that's that's good. And Take she,
3: this one for free. I don't. I don't need it. Oh no, that's that's not how that works. The oh.
0: Libra doesn't allow for imbalance.
3: Come on, and no, she, it's uh, just it's a gift. her. her Get me back next time. Buy me a coffee.
0: Horrible, long, tapered, fingered biopunk hand. No,
3: I don't want uh, this. Reaches
0: out, reaches out, and just slowly caresses the palm of your hand, and the little, the little uh, Libra sign, Libra sign appears in your palm.
3: Hey, thanks for that. Whatever that is. Hey, can I go now? I'm kind of busy. Of course! Oh, don't don't let me hold you up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good it's funny one. She's
0: lifted you off the ground by this point. Yeah, so she she reaches out and she pulls uh like lurch before her pulls a specific cord <laughs> and all of the cords uh holding you just release at once and you you just fall flat on your ass. But you're fine. Oof. Okay, great. Thanks. Thank you. I'll be sure and tell Rowan that you pointed me in his
3: direction. Thank you. Yeah. No. We'll take we'll take good care.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um, Rowan, for yeah. your part, you and Xavier, so Xavier's like real injured. Um what do you want to do? Do you want to leave him here? Do you want to move on without him? Do you want what's are you helping your buddy out? Uh forming sure an what's... attachment? Are you committing to something? Not committing to anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I ask him what he wants me to do with them.
0: No, I'm fine. Honestly, of
1: things. I've, i I've, I've,
0: no, I'm alright. I've, I've got no, no problem at all. Let's go. Let's fight Oberon. Let's. You can I'm barely
2: stand by yourself right
0: now. No, I'm, I'm fine for real. it's, it's no problem at all. Um, and you, you do recall that you had a little bit of, uh, of healing water magic training. Um, it's gonna cost you a fate point, and it's gonna bump you up into a phase stress bracket.
2: Uh, I should've, what, that's two, that's two in this fight already, right?
0: Yeah, you're already, you're already at stage one.
2: Three, I've done three
0: in the last fight. Uh, you also did some real cool stuff, and I, I, I think I'm pretty sure I gave you some fate points.
2: No, I mean not my face stress. We're talking about my face stress.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's not just like one point takes you one level. Like stage two would cost more to get to than stage one does. Right. Uh so, so I think you if you, this if will, you this do this, will, this will, if you tap, do this, it'll go ahead.
2: This will tap me out in terms of fave points, right?
0: Yes, sir. For the moment, unless you do some cool uh, shit.
2: Um Yeah, I heal him. Very I, good. I, and I, I take the the contents of my my uh, camelback. How much water is this going to take me?
0: Um, it's not going to consume any of the water. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, like, um, like Katara, before you, you uh, swoosh the water out of your bag and kind of wow, 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 it over over his wounded ribbles and um this green health light not unlike the one that Salvador Hernandez cast over all of you um pulses through it um there's a very uncomfortable crackling sound he winces a few times and actually once calls out in real pain but immediately afterwards his ashen face regains some color uh he is not so pallid and um he seems ready to hang out and kill some fairies he says On. You've I'd I'd be lying if I said you hadn't put me in like a lot of danger throughout our a brief but eventful friendship, but you also always take care of me. And I appreciate that.
2: Just don't hurt yourself again, buddy. Uh that's the that's the one I got for you. That's
0: it. I, it's good advice that I've never been particularly good at following. Alright. I think we're fairly close to the heart of the city. Let's head on, shall we?
2: Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you head off to the center of the city. Um, ladies, you two... Uh, Johnny Vampire has attached butterfly wings to his back (laughs) and is just... I want some! ...fluttering around like the darkest princess. Um, he... absolutely. He he gets you each uh, a pair of butterfly wings. And you guys can't get more than, like, five or six feet off the ground with them. but still, you can flap around. It's really cool.
1: Bet if I climbed up somewhere high... And jumped. I could probably at least hover.
0: Yeah, you could certainly try. There is a nearby high thing. You want to try it?
1: Yeah. Magic. Okay. You climb.
0: I will say ten feet up, and you decide it's not quite high enough. So you climb another, maybe fifteen feet or so. And there's a little, there's a little like plateau platform. And you decide to just go to the top of the building. There's no problem. It'll work out <laughs> fine. Yeah. So you get up there and you judge the winds. And you look down, and it's just, it's a misty chaos. You can't really see anything's happening, but there are definitely shadowy forms fighting. Uh, the chirurgeons are doing some extremely unsettling things in there. Uh, the Dracula, the uh, B'nai Dracula Synagogue is making a good show of things. And just as you are preparing to leap, just as you're about to leave the ground, a splatter of webbing hits you square in the back. Damn it! And you are reeled, uh, Spider-Man-like, um, halfway, not halfway across the city, but um, we'll say a good two or three hundred yards um, up to the top of a much taller building um, and into the arms of a waiting spider lady. Jesus says, Rowan, it's so great to. Oh my god, how many of you are there and why aren't any of you rowing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> lady, you're not my type.
0: No, no, you mind. How do you get about with only two steppers? How am I supposed to dance properly with that? Come on.
1: Ugh. Do you know where where Rowan is? No. Mm.
0: Hey, you can talk to him, though, can't you?
1: No, we're not talking right now. But I've seen (laughs) you to do it. You can. I can? I'm fucking hell not going to.
0: Well, that's understandable. He can be a bit frustrating at times, can't he? Yes. All right. Well, I'm sorry to have troubled you. Um, do you have any idea put where me he back? might? Oh, don't, don't you worry about that. Of course, my dear. Um, do you know where he might be or where he might be going? Uh, your your friend, the tall one with the staff and the very serious expression and the uh and the degree that isn't working out the way he thought it would. He pointed me up here, but I haven't found him so far. Do you know where Rowan might be?
1: Uh, I also. Clicking my little thing on subtly. Um see where all the like all the violent shit over there is going on? Oh yes. Yes, yeah, so or looks like a whole lot of bad shit is going down.
0: Right, like right away.
1: Right yeah. Yes. He's right there.
0: Oh, I should have known. I should've looked I should have looked at the violence and there I'll find Rowan. He's so fond of shooting people's arms off. <laughs> oh, Alright. Yes. I, I, I yell
2: at Fiona. The idea is not to tell her my exact location.
1: I'm trying to get her killed, you idiot.
0: Wait, what? <laughs>
1: God damn
0: it! <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: You're speaking to him right now, aren't you? No.
0: That's and my she, I, f- I forget. Is your is your speakeasy your nose ring or is it an ear or is it an eyebrow ring? It's
1: an eyebrow ring.
0: Okay, she sticks your entire head in her giant mouth, and it I just am it extends just much further.
1: Screaming,
0: just, just Rowan in, Roy, <laughs> boy! I'm looking for and you. And
1: I'm just, I'm just screeching like bloody fucking murder.
0: Roy, can you hear me? I hear something for you. Roy, is he, is he responding?
2: Okay, okay. You know what, bitch? You want to come see me? Come fucking see me. I'm right here. Let's just get this over yeah, with.
0: Nice. Uh, she cannot hear that. So, Jackie, if, if if he's gonna know that, you're gonna have to relay that.
1: Let me go.
0: <laughs> hey, girl, are you just sing on. <laughs> she, like a walkie-talkie, she just like squeezes Fiona a couple times, like squawk, squawk. I just, <laughs> I
1: just start. Slapping her everywhere I can possibly reach.
0: Uh, there is almost no effect. She's a big ol' she's a big old like tarantula lady. Like it's just,
1: I bite her.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yup. You are latched onto her tongue, and she is going oh, to try God. to. She's going to try to pull you out of her mouth. Um, with a like careful, I guess <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, she's a spider lady, so she's got a real good careful. Um, that's a plus four. So, are you trying to hang on to her tongue or what are you doing? No,
1: I'm trying to get out of here!
0: Okay, cool. So, um, then...
1: gonna let it happen.
0: Cool, so she pulls you out of her mouth and you roll to, like, not get flung off a goddamn building, I guess. Oh, okay, so she's flinging you away from her, and, um, you're gonna need to roll to activate that glide function. (laughs)
1: Okay. Um... Let me... Can you help me out here, Tom?
2: I'm using the mouse. You
1: are. Uh, I'm gonna use a careful. Do it. Uh, that's a three.
0: That's a three. Okay, yeah, very good. Um, you figure out the glide function, okay? You can steer a little bit. You're descending very quickly. Um, but your uh, speakeasy pings, and you can see um, that you know where Progi Dalai Lama and Johnny Vampire are, and mm-hmm. you can figure out kind of where Solomon is, and just from the shouting, um, you also know where, where Rowan and Xavier are, so you can you can land pretty much wherever you want.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go back with per- uh, with
0: Peroa. Sounds good. Okay. Um, you land back there.
1: What the hell was that? A bad idea.
0: Oh, I should say so. You smell uh, like spider.
1: Yeah, I may have made out with a spider lady on accident.
0: Okay, look, like I know we never talked about being exclusive, but like that's not cool. Yeah, uh,
1: she tried to eat my face, and I bit her.
0: Okay, like again, I don't know you like super well, so I don't know. Like, okay, it wasn't on <laughs> purpose. No. Okay, cool. No, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. All right. So she she <laughs> takes your hand and you and you stride onward. Uh, Johnny Vampire <laughs> just looks super confused. He's taking notes about girls. <laughs> no,
1: no, don't take notes from us.
0: I'm learning so much. Mother will be so pleased.
1: <laughs> no, she won't. she won't. So
0: Solomon, uh, you catch up to uh, Salvador Hernandez, who is fighting off a just a horde just by himself of uh of pucks and weird like tall elfin fay like Jonathan Strange and Mr Norrell types and you've you've very rarely seen Salvador Hernandez in action before right and it is always an awe inspiring sight he is he's like what Gandalf could be if Gandalf had applied himself instead of that <laughs> whole subtle and quick to anger thing sure um what's up Punchy McHuge is lost in a... <laughs> he um, was walking along, and uh, something popped to the top off of a, uh, off of a manhole cover, and just uh, and, and a horrible long bony arm just reached up like the one from Majora's Mask. Yeah, just reached up and grabbed him by the ankle and yoinked him down into the sewers.
1: Um, oh my god! Please have him like explode from beneath in the sewers in like the final battle.
0: <laughs> That's that'll that'll probably have to happen. Yeah, that'll that'll be no problem at all. Um, and he spent a good a good this this whole length of time just punching his way through like kelpies and and kappa and other water <laughs> demons, and there were also bloops. And uh, those, and yeah, those those horrible um, bitey fish from Mario, oh. uh, and slaughter fish. It was awful. Um, and he's he's just been punching aquatic critters the whole time, and uh, feeling real good about himself, and wondering when Solomon's going to come save him. <laughs> <laughs> he has shit to do. He gets shit to do. Apparently, um, he cl- he actually climbs out of a sewer real quick. Just like just like pokes his head out, and then the manhole covers on top of his noggin, and he just looks left, looks right, no open. No, okay, I'm gonna go find him. He might need help. like Just back <laughs> down. And so he becomes the king of Landportlandia's sewers. <laughs> He's surfing from junction to junction on a surfboard he made out of an old street sign. All the sewer folk love him. The mole men have crowned him their king and will come to his aid at need. Great. (laughs) Perfect. This all worked out better than expected. Now we've got mole men. So you come upon Salvador Hernandez, who is in full-blown radiation combat mage mode. Uh yeah, swinging his staff with two hands, blasting uh goblins and pixies away, and there is just this furious battle joy upon him. He uh hardcore. He he picks up he picks up one stupid pixie and just slams it into another one, and then he turns around and and spies you and starts, Solomon, would you care to join me?
3: Uh, you seem to have this pretty well in hand. I, okay I'm gonna dogs. go make some popcorn
0: where's wake Wagner
3: uh sewers I think
0: oh that sounds like him classic wake Wagner
3: yep hey you guys i'm I'm king of the sewers now,
0: and while this banter is
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> while this banter's going on i I pull out my sword and wade into the fight and uh uh yeah okay, cool um
0: so all of you. Uh, at roughly the same time, reach the uh, central mass of the fight. Because there's there's this central point in in the exact uh, node of the city where all of this is coming from. And uh, once they exit that point, of course, they boil out into the city and it thins out. But once you get close to the center, it is, it's just a wall. It's a literal, like, Helm's deep army of... ...of every dark fairy tale creature you've ever imagined. Uh, There are a couple of lesser dragons in there. There is what would appear to be a giant two-headed bear. There's all kinds of stuff.
3: Barrio! The
0: barrio. And, uh, and, And in the middle of it are poor civilians who are trying to do everything they can. You see a couple other WC agents just trying to blast with various elemental magics um solomon and salvador just wade into it cutting swaths of destruction rowan you and xavier arrive he takes his his shotgun and sword and just tries to do everything he can you i imagine shoot like a lot of people yeah yeah um fair enough um johnny vampire pf chang and um and old Pierogi Dalilama um arrive and uh what do you what do you ladies do? Because I know both of them have the battle joy upon them. But Fiona, what do you do? Do you do you like hang back and snipe? Do you what's going on?
1: Um I'll probably jump right in.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, you're doing that. And meanwhile, uh Peroa is hanging out and she is signing furiously and there seem to be certain signs that she can use more often and certain more powerful ones that she can only use once or twice. It's uh, something akin to a spell slot system or an MP system, if you really wanted to think about it, but certain ones seem to take much, much more out of her. So, like, she can only do Earthquake once, but when she does it, it kills probably a good 600 fairy monsters. Yeah. Just wipes out. It also destroys a building, but, I mean, the building's gonna be full of dead people anyway, so... Um, and at one point, one of those lesser dragons I mentioned set upon her, and you see her from across this field of battle. She catches your eye right as this giant fanged maw prepares to descend upon her. Uh, she winks at you, uh, turns toward the dragon, and just signs KILL! KILL! And this enormous 50-foot green and black scaled monstrosity, the smell of rotting meat exuding from its breath, uh, simply falls over dead and crushes Yikes. crushes several dozen of its lesser cohorts. Um, Johnny Vampire, for his part, is... Uh, you guys remember when you fought the Hanukabra and he went a little bit nuts? Yeah. This is like that, but a lot worse. Um, so he is directing squads of vampires, and they're not so much like bitey, sucky, drain your blood right now. They're just using their strength to tear things apart. And he is wading through battle, uh, striking with his staff like some kind of dark bone and blood god. Um, the chirurgeons and Reverend Stitch are literally picking up the pieces. They are, um, they are dragging bleeding, torn, and cut creatures into dark, shady alleyways and uh the things that go in there do not come out again, and the sounds that come out of those alleyways do not bear repeating um actual Neil Young is uh floating over the battle with uh his his wings a flap, his halo bright, and his guitar uh singing beautifully. Uh, which makes the fairies very confused and sometimes turn and uh, fight one another. And you don't know if it's just the power of rock or if he's actually casting some kind of spell. And things start to take a turn because you are all very powerful. You are all singular powers unto yourselves, but this appears to be a literally endless army. Um, it does not matter how many you cut down, there are another hundred right behind you. And all of you can only go so long, and you feel it begin to wear and to drain and to sap your very living strength. Um, Rowan, you are uh fighting some kind of some kind of weird knight like he's got armor and a sword made of like this weird thin shining black glass it's not like obsidian um it's like they're made of glass but they're hollow and they're holding some kind of dark liquid um and he's dueling with you and you're you're just like barely keeping up like he keeps scoring cuts on your leg and stabbing you in the shoulder and he's and he's clearly just toying with you Um, P.F. Chang, you are, uh, having a fight with, uh, an actual troll, not the ogre from before, but, like, a living piece of rock, uh, down from the hill lands, who is picking up entire trees and throwing them at you, and you can't dodge it for much longer. Um, Solomon, you and, uh, Salvador are back-to-back, just, just pouring elemental fire and every area of effect spell you can think of, just trying to keep them, keep them at the ready, And, uh, Salvador turns to you and he says, Okay, Solomon, I think this is a losing battle. Do you think we need to do the thing?
3: Potentially. Call Oberon. Okay. Okay. Oberon! King of fairies!
0: Come and rule over your court. And all of your minds... Feel. You know when you're in the ocean and you can feel it pulling you outwards when the wave goes back out? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that, but it's. Fear. Exactly. It's like that, but it's in your minds. You feel this drag pulling your attention backwards as from the very center of the city rises this impossibly huge. Um kind of amorphous but still vaguely man-shaped form with these impossibly large glowing orange eyes that look at you with more malice than you would ever have believed a single consciousness could hold. And a voice rumbles through all of your heads I am called and I come wizard. Okay. Um Solomon, do the thing now. Do the thing.
3: Yep. Um. So, uh, Solomon, uh, drops to one knee and starts, uh, drawing out the the, uh, the the symbol that started this whole mess, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And laying over the inversion matrix over top of it. Uh, and while he's doing this, he's adding seven things to each of the points.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll my alchemical excellence because it's my last fate point. Um, Hell yeah, do it, son. Um, uh, to do this clever, um, which gives me a total of plus four and let's hope that I roll good.
0: Uh, alright. That,
3: that ends up being a plus six. That's, that's pretty okay. Yeah. um, Plus six will absolutely do it so so drawing out this this uh this inversion matrix and adding um a fist and a chain connected to an octagon okay um adding a coffee cup and a revolver connected <gasps> to Solomon's twisted cube and then in the center of the whole thing uh the throne of mists.
0: Dude, I'm going to cry. That's so fucking rad. Goddamn! Solomon, <laughs> is the thing ready? Yeah, light it up. Okay, everybody, hold on. And Desmond Yanwood hits the thing. The air around you seems to be coming from and going to... Everywhere at once. Um, if you were still above land, Portlandia, you would see
3: these lines. What's up, buddy? So uh, while while this is happening, um, Solomon is finishing the the diagram uh, with uh, uh, connecting each of the the seven additions straight to the mm-hmm. throne, um, and then like scribbling out. The, the symbol of the throne. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, So below, as above. Oh my god, that's so fucking
0: cool. Yes. Uh, from each of the node points, the energy stops uh, circulating through the outer lines, instead heading straight toward the very center, bearing down the... The life and love and laughter and sorrows and very life energy of an entire city of humans and animals and trees and magic and the very sun and 300 years of life and all the life that was there before bearing down toward the center of the throne of mists. Uh, you can feel that the lacuna effect is increasing. The magic is being drawn out of all of you at a frankly alarming rate. Uh, many of the lesser pixies simply, uh, crumple. They just, as if, as if all of them has just been sucked out, they, they crumple like a, like a can under pressure. And, uh, the form in the middle is hit first by one beam and laughs it off. Of such things was I made. And then the second beam hits and he's like, no, wait, wait a minute. The third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, all of them concentrating at once. And Solomon, I forget, were you ever going to become like a conduit for this? Was this the plan? Uh, if I gotta. <laughs> okay, no, I don't, I don't think you gotta, you're fine. Um, And all over the city, every ounce of energy is being drawn in and shot along these ley lines toward the center, a colossal explosion of light and sound issues from the center as a bellow of rage and pain and fear like has never been felt issues from the deep rumbling voice at the center there is a moment of absolute stillness and silence and then the bottom falls out of the center of land portlandia oh. where there was once simply a magical void a physical one has now opened a wind vacuum pulling everything in the city toward the center. Um, every airborne fairy is obviously just gone, just went, um, all of the lesser fairies, the dead dragon. Um, some of the trolls are still trying to hang on and, As this physical pull is happening, the magical pull is still happening, and all of you feel yourselves being drained of life energy at uh, a, a frankly, unsustainable rate. Um, All of you have lived your lives in danger, and all of you know when death is close, and death is very close for every one of you. The very thing that makes your lives is gone, or going, quickly. Um, Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. You feel your human life being drained away. You feel your fairy life energy being drained away. You feel the darkness closing in. And you flash back to the incident that took place in the small temple behind the court of uh, Whiblethorpe Ngutu Clementine Van Occupanther, hipster king of Landportlandia. When he wove a ritual around you and placed upon your forehead a faint and ghostly brand. And he gave you the jar of three eye and he leaned in close and he said, no, it is not mine to simply break the bonds that have been placed upon you. It has to be your choice. You have to say the words. So, Rowan, if ever you should desire to break the sign of the Libra upon you to become my knight, and take all the power and responsibility that that brings with it, you must simply accept by your name. Okay. Call Call it out. And my power is at your disposal.
1: Okay.
2: So... I'm gonna die. Like this is the only thing I can do, right, Casey?
0: I mean, you can like think of something else. I'm not gonna force your hand if you've got a clever idea. So,
2: I mean, am I just saying my name? Like,
0: do I have to say anything else with it? Your name is the trigger word. If you want to think up some fanfare or like a little ritual acceptance sentence, you know, that's uh, that's, that's that's your prerogative. But that's probably not the, a very.
2: What is thing. the what is the name of? It's not leave it's what's the opposite company or whatever you call it.
0: Uh, the Ares.
2: The Ares. Uh Yeah, it's
0: it's very important to note though, you are not entering into the service of the Ares. You I'm are not. becoming the No, you are becoming the Knight of the Hipster King of Landportlandia. Okay. Uh He is using the power of the Ares to break that brand and and put you under his own power, but you are you are not going to be related to the Ares. Okay. So
2: I'm gonna say Uh I Rowan, Dravulovic, drift, uh, pledge my service to uh, the hipster king of. No, I, I, I pledge to be the knight of uh, the hipster king of land, Uh
0: Instantly, from your forehead, a red explosion of light absolutely shatters the blue Libra brand that has been giving you so very much trouble. And upon your forehead, a new brand that looks like um, an upright sword, except its hilt is uh, made of a curling mustache. And a new power surges through you, uh, restoring your life and giving you hope. Uh, The darkness recedes from your vision. Uh, From atop her perch, halfway across the city, Kuniklo the bookie is Instantly aware of exactly where you are. Um, but you are no longer dying. And as the winds begin to die down a little bit, you see that you and Xavier are uh, pretty much alone. You see the void, the vacuum at the center of the city, but it's no longer pulling at you. Mist is still pouring out from it, but you are no longer being surrounded and attacked by, by goblins and such. Uh, Fiona. My girl, you, for your part, uh, also feel just completely drained, just as if neither your human nor fairy magics will be enough to sustain you, and uh, from out of a little, little, uh, from out of a mailbox, actually, that has managed to stay bolted to the ground, crawl two tiny forms uh that you recognize bicker and cornflower oh, they 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 stagger over you over to you um clearly holding on to to the last scraps of of fairy energy that they've got in them they they uh they're wearing little little armors and things that uh carry carry the brand of the throne of mists and they look like they've been treated very poorly And they they scumble up to you and they say,
1: Miss Fiona, he is no king of ours. We will never serve him, but we would gladly serve you. We'll offer you what power we have if you accept it. Does that mean they're going to die?
0: I don't know. You'll have to find out, won't you?
1: the power of the
0: wild fae will
2: be at your service.
0: We are not creatures given inherently to nobility or acts of self-sacrifice. We have no souls. We have no hope of an afterlife. I don't know if we would survive this, but if we don't, we would be happy to have done what we can for you. Who have loved us so well.
1: Fuck! Um. I'm gonna grab them and try to shield them from the shit that's going on with my body.
0: Okay. And you don't accept their offer?
1: I don't know!
2: Just kill them.
1: Fuck you!
0: Just Just lob lob them into the
3: void. Don't even take the offer.
1: Uh...
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you this. They are clearly dying. So, if it kills them, it kills them. And if you just leave them alone, they're probably, almost certainly, not going to be okay.
1: Alright. I accept.
0: The moment you say, I accept... A a thin, graceful shadow of a crown, like the outline of a crown, a diadem, not unlike Princess Bubblegums, uh, appears in the air over your head. Uh, You take on this regal manner and are instantly filled with the power of wild things that know no allegiance that cower not to sun or moon, not to winter or to summer or to the seasons or to the tides, but to everything that runs free and wild throughout the world. You are, you are awash with strength and energy. And since you are holding them and clutching them to yourself, Bicker and Cornflower are filled with life. Their little wings uncurl and fill like butterflies Bicker's tiny muscles he is so jacked he's so tiny (laughs) but he's so ripped and he is so rip raring to go and uh Dalai Lama who was holding your hand at the time uh, also receives just enough juice to uh hold on and not be dead of thaumaturgical degradation um Bicker and Cornflower look up to you and say in unison all hail Fiona queen of the wild fae.
1: I really Solomon. am the hipster queen.
0: <laughs> Solomon. Yo. Uh, you and Salvador are flat on your backs. You've you've been fighting for more than like you guys have been in the city for a few hours, but you and he have been doing literally nothing but cutting shit fuckers down for the last like hour and a half. Sure. You are physically exhausted. And now, uh, your, your magic is leaving you this power that you've, uh, that you've felt your entire adult life since you became who you really think of yourself to be, uh, is leaking out of you. And it feels like there's nothing you can do about it. Salvador, uh, crawls over to you, his staff broken. Uh, he crawls over. He places his head on your shoulder. And he says, Solomon, Solomon, do you remember when you and I first met when you were so young and so confused, searching for a place in the world so full of power that you didn't understand? Do you remember how I said I would help you? Solomon. Solomon. I'm going to be sorry for this, for the rest of my life. But if you'll be alive to thank me, it will be worth it. Solomon Byron. Control art restriction system released to level zero. Authorization code. Perfect Red Prince. And immediately... Solomon is blasted back in his mind to the night he made a deal with a certain eldritch power Uh for the gift, the blessing, the mixed bag that is magic. A pair of red eyes in a dark mirror in front of him, a suggestion of feathers, sometimes three sets of eyes, sometimes only one sometimes the sound of crows in the background. A bargain was struck that night, and a certain power was gotten the better of, or so she was led to believe. And as a young Solomon Byron, newly born as the wizard we know and love, first entered the world, he was absolutely overwhelmed with pure magical power. He had nothing to which to compare it, no mental safeguards, no preparations made of any kind. He was burning with strength. Uh-huh. He sought out into the city, following where his magic senses took him, his third eye jammed wide open for the first time in his life, seeing everything as it truly was. He staggered blindly toward the only bastion of order and safety, what appeared to be uh, a tall building made of what looked like a sword blade jutting up into the sky, shining with pure light, uh, what he would later recognize as the Westfield Carter Hotel. He staggers into the lobby, and a series of flashing image memories later of being carried carefully into a lab, of being looked over by various people he would come to know years later, ending with Salvador Hernandez leaning over him and saying, All right, son, I'm going to lock away a portion of your power. Do not take this as an insult, but as a sign of your promise, for I would see you live to wield it properly. One day. And then he begins to weave a binding upon you, locking away all the things that you learned. Not all the things that you learned that night, most of the things you learned that night, a portion of the power, enough to leave your mind whole and functioning afterward until you could learn to properly control what you'd become. A second set of red eyes open just above Solomon's. They flash for a moment and are gone. And Solomon rises to his feet, bursting with unimaginable power. The three of you see each other, the only figures standing on this desolate battlefield. And you see the dark, swirling vortex of mist in front of you.
2: Wait, hold on. Shouldn't there be five of us?
0: Oh, the others are there, but they are absolutely... Exhausted. Like your efforts, like Perugi Dalai Lama and Xavier and Salvador, they're alive, but they are in in no sense ready to continue. Like it's all they can do to to sit there and not die. Right.
1: Punchy.
0: And Punchy. Punchy is under the sewers. He's taken him a mole wife, and he's got a whole <laughs> new life uh, laid out. He he plans to return to the surface someday, but today is not that day. <laughs> um, the three of you gather uh, you place your friends in as uh, safe and sound a configuration as you can you find like a deserted coffee shop or something to, to put them safely into uh, Fiona makes everyone some, uh, some sleepy time tea yeah. yeah and then you make your way back toward the center of the city the vortex is it's just this hole it's just a black hole void leading downwards and you know it's not physical you know it's not like this goes 30 feet down like it goes somewhere else uh mist is flowing out of it you know not where from it calls to you with a rumble that you've been hearing ever since you first spoke to alto zephyr come now Come join me. Come sit at the foot of the throne of mists. And we'll find out what happens on the season finale of Semi Magic Inc.
1: Wait, I had an Jesus. awesome line.
0: <laughs> what was your line, Jackie?
1: Bitch I got my own throne now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually
0: what was your line?
2: I, I look at uh, at Fiona and Solomon I say we've been through a lot together and I want you both to know that no matter what happens between us I fucking hate both
3: of you. <laughs> Thanks buddy. Solomon
1: <laughs> Solomon it's anything like to say? Entirely mutual. Uh,
3: Solomon just shakes his head. Uh, and looks down into this hole and says, Alright, I fucking guess. (laughs) The three of you, the three of you link
0: hands, Solomon in the middle, I assume, because Fiona and Rowan would never hold hands. Right, yeah. Um, You link hands, (laughs) you do the little swing, swing, and on three, you all hop in um i assume you all shout something profane as you do so it is immediately swallowed by the silence of the mist uh in the silent city two things happen the first thing is that a spindly arachnine figure scuttles out of the shadows uh it it approaches the edge of the the lacuna and says Oh no my dear you don't get away from me that easily. And hops in after you guys. Oh Jesus. And from a uh and from from a sewer grate nearby. <laughs> with no no one around to hear it but it's still said. <laughs> I said, no, look, I'm sorry, Molnica. Look, I just, I have to go help my friend. I love, no, I love you. I love our mole children. I love our, our my kingdom. I do. I have obligations. <laughs>
3: mole okay. women reproduce quickly. Wow.
0: Uh, time works a little bit differently in, um, in Landport Molandia. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Wake Wagner, um, Wake Wagner crawls out of it and i like to think like you know like the sewer the, like the storm storm drains that are you know like wide Like, Mm -hmm. you can can see him, like, coming up, like, their stairs. Like, Molnica, I'm serious. I have to do this. I've abandoned this responsibility for far too long. The love of a good mole woman has helped me in more ways than you can possibly know. I've learned how to love and to punch. And also how to make grub soup. It's, you've, no, I'm coming back. I promise. I just, I made a promise and I have to see this through. All right, would I be, would I be the surface groom you fell in love with if I didn't go fulfill this promise fulfill this promise that I made and and the empty city just echoes with <laughs> I know I love you too and uh, and out of the sewer climbs this like like th- this is the version of Wake Wagner that gets made into Logan like he's got this he's got this beard <laughs> and his suit is all tattered. He's he's lined and weathered Moses Maimonides, my Mo- Moses Maimonides and Gary, still bright and shiny upon his fistules. He's like, uh, looks like, uh, oh shit, did I miss the party? Oh, big hole! let <laughs> go jump into the big hole, that's probably what they did, right? Okay, bye, Molonica! And he, he just run, 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 boom! And then does a uh, surprisingly graceful swan dive. Uh, he hangs out with, you know, P.F. Chang uh, Not P.F. Chang, Progy Dalai Lama And she was, a, she was a diver, among other things so, they, sure. so he, you know, he takes lessons This incredibly graceful swan dive straight into the lacuna Just screaming I regret this immediately! And, uh And you motherfuckers will find out what happens On the season finale of semi Magic, Inc. Alright, bye
3: everybody Thanks for listening Bye all our buddies Bye, bye.
0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Reverend Stitch Laughing Gas Hour. As always, I am your faithful co-host, Salvador Hernandez, and now here the man of the hour, the man with the power to make you giggle whether you've got the gas or not, Reverend Stitch. (sighs) Say there, Salvador Hernandez. Yes, Reverend Stitch? Do you know... Where a chirurgeon goes for his morning coffee. I don't know, Reverend Stitch. Where does a chirurgeon go for his morning coffee before he heads to St. Skinner's Bar and Grill and Hospital? Ah. Scarbox.
3: And then we're just going to cut back in with. Ru. No,
0: just put that at the end or some shit. Yeah, I don't no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> going to be our
3: stinger, for sure. That's not yeah. like going to yeah. the middle of the yeah. fucking episode. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: I was really hoping you guys should yell at me, but it didn't happen. <laughs>